your sanity safe space. The call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love lesbians. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. I'm Wednesday at 9. It gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. How's the day? Big day. Big day for your Twitter account. At Blondes underscore tweets if you want to follow for whatever happens to be posted do you have a set time i think it's like noon or something like that noon PST. pacific okay. uh, thereabouts i don't know i'm having some anxiety about this as I in the pressure really of what to, my... to post or that you just don't want to engage no i mean it's five years i just okay I, I lost my twitter account five years ago and i was like huh about that and it didn't really bother me and i haven't really missed it and now that i have the opportunity to have it back i I don't really want it. I wanted to get it back, but I didn't want to use it. I you see. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just the satisfaction of knowing that you beat Twitter in a way, not not the yearning to use Twitter as a service once again. I didn't. I had to lick their butthole yeah. to get my kind account of surpri- back. Kind of surprised you went that route, but. I just wanted to see if it would work. Yeah, it's um, fair enough. I don't know. Well, I have similar anxiety because it was a uh, it was a good run. For my town, Bozeman, Montana. We had a good run. It was a great place. <laughs> I liked living here. Uh, it's over. It's done. What happened? We have a Whole Foods now. Oh, that's awesome. It's, you it's over. son of a bitch. Yeah. The, the, the Whole Foods opened today and it opened at 9 a.m. Not kidding. I just saw it on the news an hour ago. People were lining up at 2 a.m. to get into a goddamn Whole Foods. That's because Whole Foods is amazing. We went down there. My family happens to be hanging out because my parents were watching our son while we were away. And the weather has been so wintry that the roads are closed. They actually can't go home. Uh, not that we we love the company and we love the help. That's not a complaint or anything. But we, we had need for a family dinner. Yeah. And so we went down to the Whole Foods to see what it was all about. And uh, it was just body to body insanity. Food you've, was fine. You've been to a Whole Foods. Though. Yeah, I've been to a Whole Foods, but not for many years. And uh, I, I just the thing that fascinates me about Whole Foods is it attracts the sort of uppity progressive types who think they're being environmentally conscious or think they're yeah, being yeah. they're benefiting local business or whatever it is that attracts them to Whole Foods because they think it's part of their value system. Meanwhile, it's like Amazon Prime discounts. It's Bezos everywhere. It it. It is yeah. the corporate America that they hate with a green disguise on it. And they all fall for it. They all love it. And I'm not even That's ripping true. on Whole Foods. I don't hate it. I think their food's perfectly fine if overpriced. It's not Whole Foods that I hate per se. It's the t- the sort of person that Whole Foods attracts. And that's why I say that Bozeman is on. Okay. I, I hear you on that. But I don't care what values I have to compromise to have a Whole Foods. It's just the best grocery store. I'm surprised it's that so uh, Coeur doesn't have one. We have a Pilgrim's Market where I can go and 
see a tranny with a tattoo of a penis turning into a vagina right no now. way i Are swear to s- god and <laughs> they them oh man okay you're telling me that person has survived in north idaho has not been hunted down and uh, oh, dealt with yeah they they love pilgrims it's like all right this know, person normally, works there i hate yeah. to identify an individual but you're saying this person oh, yeah. works at the shop it's not a cashier a at, at pilgrims yeah huh. so i actually have to see a tranny like three times a week well you know what's the the grocery store that my wife used to work at uh they have this is like a mid-sized grocery store they probably have i don't know between 100 and 200 employees i would guess five Jeez. trannies working there yeah. That's like 5% of their workforce is transgender. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway. I'm like, just, you know, she just looks like a standard dyke before she started going through hormone therapy. Now she's got a little beard. And stuff. Oh, and so it's, it's really working out. Just be a lesbian. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Blonde was fully tolerant of that sort of thing. Anyway. Uh, it's true. I know everybody tunes in for my Whole Foods thoughts. Great but that story. Was, uh, compelling and rich that was my event for the day I was checking out this brand new whole foods i assume callers will probably want to discuss something else more newsworthy but uh, we will have a uh, a usual call-in show this evening you guys know how that works most of you at least if you are new to the show and you're curious about how to participate there are instructions for how to do that in the description on whatever video platform you may be viewing if you would like to participate in the show but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live of course you can send us an email question the way to do that is through the contact page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. Look for the call-in show question form. And by the look of it, we have plenty of those this evening, which we'll get to in about 90 minutes, the last uh, segment of the show. Uh, so I don't have any other. Oh, I do have one other item. I forgot. I should have I buried the lead with this Whole Foods nonsense. But two weeks from tonight, I have to cancel the call-in show. I will not be available that Wednesday night due to family obligations. So I apologize for that. Uh, yeah, well, maybe I'll have a good story on the other side of it. Um, but well, I'm always kind of conflicted too. Whenever I have a family obligation or something I have to do, it's like, how much do I want to, I don't know. I don't want to put my family in jeopardy from some crazy person who is yeah, listening tell us nothing. Yeah, You're exactly. under no I should obligation. Just, I should just me. not show up. And yeah, yeah, I'll just cancel. I'm planning on having explosive diarrhea two yeah, weeks yeah. from today. But uh, we won't have a show that night. But uh, other than that, the call-in show will go on as normal. And of course, the Sunday show will not be impacted. But without further ado, let's get to our callers. Egrin is up first. Egrin, are you there? Hi. Uh, Blonde. Yeah. Do you drink fur at all or... Do I what? You drink kefir. Uh, K-E-F-I-R. I don't. That's uh, like a similar to yogurt, right? Yes, it's a liquid type of yogurt. I, very helpful. Uh, do you take any type of yogurt at all? I do. Um, and I drink a lot of raw milk and lots of food with probiotics and uh, raw yogurt. I, so I'm, I'm close, but not quite there. Okay. Uh say uh i would our demographic for zoomers i would say don't drink enough kefir uh i would say the qual because lactose bacillus rutri really helps a lot with uh general health and bacteria for both both health men and women uh okay on that it's really helpful for a lot of people uh it's better than 
uh, getting a bunch of like probiotic pills or something like that. Well, why? Definitely. What's is there? Are there benefits above and beyond drinking raw milk? Uh, I am not sure. I would have to do some testing on that. Uh, okay. Why have I never heard of this? Where is this common? Whole or, Foods. Or is it? I guess. Thanks for sticking with the theme of the show. I got to go down to Whole Foods more. I guess. It, well, it, it uh, or a Russian store or a German store. Uh, uh, best company is a uh, Lifeway. Uh, get the one that's oh, yeah. organic. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, couldn't go wrong with that. Um, Arabs next, too, right? Uh, this the the history of it is all Slavic. Uh, ah. So, up yours to the Arabs. Uh, anyways, um, since you guys opened the door on the topic on the whole Stephen Crowder and what to, uh, whatever, and I don't. Oh my care. god, I've totally forgot about. No, that. the internet opened the door. I didn't open the door. No, go ahead. <laughs> we, we didn't open shit. I didn't All talk right. about it for forty minutes I, and then say I would shut up and then keep talking about it anyway. <laughs> that wasn't me. Yeah. All right, Matt. Ha yeah. ha. Very funny. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. I've concluded. I've actually listened to Lauren Chen, Nick Ricada, Robert Barnes. Uh, and both sides of it mm -hmm. and I, I can at least conclude it was a bad term sheet it was a bad point of discussion yeah. it was a bad uh, if if they missed out on those uh, certain YouTube aspects of it he would have been uh, $25 million in the hole immediately yeah yeah, but on the other side of it, and this is not to me, this is not me saying it's a great deal. He should have signed it immediately. I wish I could sign that. No, that's not my stance, of course. But anybody who's going to sign a multi-million dollar contract is going to go over it with a legal team, and you're going to negotiate out those terms. And I, that YouTube term maybe is something that should have been struck. But um, well, you, you're not the, wrong. The 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 only I don't have a problem with criticizing that clause and it is something i would want to negotiate out if i was doing it the the one claim i think is over the top is that people think that it was done intentionally to trick like haha we'll get him with this subtle language he'll never see that that i'm not so sure about i know that you're not necessarily making that accusation or are you you tell me but um, I, i'm not making that accusation i uh, i think it i would say it's just back communications and bad understanding of the experiences that Stephen Crowder has had. Yeah. Right now he wants I given the fact that he's had uh major heart issues, health issues, he wants to pass the torch to someone else that can do the job. Uh basically uh, and that's what he has said. He doesn't want to pull up the ladder. He wants to make sure there's someone for the next generation to continue on uh, making our culture better. You know, that, that's actually the part that I don't buy at all from him. But, but I, 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 I understand that. I, and, yeah. and I know I just said we shouldn't be so cynical as to accuse Daily Wire of being malicious in that way. And here I am kind of turning that around. So possible hypocrisy there, granted. I'm just saying well, that the, the fact that Sam Cedar and uh chank uger uh is agreeing with ben shapiro which they don't seems a little bit strange as it is which i would say Wait, you're saying cedar and and jank are who's who's quote unquote side are they on i know it's more complex uh, ben Shap uh daily wire okay um on this whole topic but 
aside from that, I, I would say my uh, summary, because I don't want to continue on any more on this, is that there was bad communications on both sides of this. And honestly, I would say the lawyers did a bad job on draining a decent document. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, I, I wouldn't have a dispute with that point, you know. <laughs> Blonde is gesturing her enthusiasm for this. Yeah, topic. I, I understand, Blonde. You're frustrated. I get it. Um, I'm really moving, not. Uh, it's it's ambivalence. It's ambivalence on the topic. You know what I've discovered about this is that it's very difficult to draw any moral conclusions about two people that you hate interacting with one another. I I don't give a fuck about either of these people. I for a hot well, second there, I was well, like into Crowder after I saw a stand up. Wait, 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 moral consideration, moral determinations should not be made based on whether you like the people or not. Of course they shouldn't. I'm talking about <laughs> oh, I have oh, a hard saying, time. Of course they they should. Never, okay, no, sorry. no, no, right. no, no, no. It's it's just my female failing that I can't separate my emotions okay, of disliking but I, I, all I parties. Get it, I get it. Moving on. <laughs> uh, point is, you get one more thing. Hush, shut hush. up. All right, all right, all right. silly woman. Uh, I could you just somewhat dunk on Sam Cedar for anything? I I want him to actually just I want you just dunk on him. I really don't know see, anything about him other than his ongoing dispute with Crowder, but that's that's about it. Okay. Um other than that, uh Hey, uh wait, wait, Matt. Uh do you have any uh white spots on your nails at all? Any white spots? Um, well, white there's like spots. a very faint one here. I can, there's like, well, it won't even focus, but the stream can see on my middle finger there, there's a very faint one, a little bit out of focus. Okay. It's, a, um, it's not very defined, so I'd say it's debatable whether that even counts, but it, there's a there's a very small, faint one on my left middle finger. Okay, good. Um, it means there was only a temporary uh, loss of zinc, so hmm. uh, it white spots on your fingernails is a, a clear indicator that you had a small amount uh you didn't have enough zinc interesting they, so, they, they also happen because of trauma too well i'm like, not sure about trauma physical but, uh, or what what kind of trauma causes that what do you physical mean physical trauma do you think that i would tell you that emotional trauma well, i just don't understand like white... if i get physical trauma like in my leg or something that no no my... like if, if you bash your finger against something uh. You you can All have right. like a uh, a long standing white you know. But I don't remember injuring his fingernail. Anyway. All right. Uh, sorry to take up uh, time, but <laughs> no thanks. Anyways. Thanks for the thoughts. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good week, L. And yeah. Bye. Have a great night. Appreciate it. Um, man, blonde. I'm, uh, I'm too mean. I was gonna say like the the stress the Twitter stress has gotten to you. It's just every comment. I just don't want to so, go back into this realm. So harsh to save that energy for Twitter. That's it's the that's the appropriate place for it. I don't, but maybe I need an outlet. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Maul, you're up next if you're ready. I am ready. Can you hear me clearly? Because for some reason, this headset is just yeah. really iffy. Okay, it was a little low, but I I got you boosted now. You should be good. Okay, good. So, um. First, I was trying to get into the last week's call because he was talking about the whole um, gay couple getting uh, adopting some of the kids. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> basically. And I'm just like, bro, this is the kind of disgusting shit that I have to deal with inside the, the damn community. It's just like, man, there are some people out there that should never adopt kids ever. Yeah. 
Like that's like that's the kind of shit that makes it so like oh well gay people shouldn't be able to adapt because like yeah you because of that kind of shit right there that's probably the reason why that kind of shit's being pushed. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's not what I wanted to talk about because hmm. you already made that point quite clear. Well, I wanted to talk about was the video that you posted today. What'd you post today? Uh, do you remember back uh, in September we talked about that pro-life activist who got raided by the FBI because he was counseling women outside of Planned Parenthood in Philadelphia? Yeah, with and then, a son. And then the guy came up and said, "Your dad's a fag" and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, he got man. he got acquitted. Man if, I did, man, if that guy had said that any of that to my nephew, the the scrape scrape on the scrape is the least of his worries. Yeah, really. So he went to trial starting last week. Jury deliberated Monday for one hour and the case was laughable. So he was acquitted. So we had feds raiding this guy's home, pointing guns at his family, making a at this point, this has been like a year long, a year, year and a half type situation for a guy who was involved in a very minor conflict within the general vicinity of a Planned Parenthood. It wasn't even at the door of the Planned Parenthood. They tried to say he obstructed access to the Planned Parenthood. That was the nature of the crime. It was down the block. It was over 100 feet away from the entrance. There was some kind of dispute. He pushed the guy, and the feds wanted to treat that like it's some sort of terrorist incident. And the one thing I didn't know about it, and Maul, I'll I'll get to you in a minute. I appreciate you giving me a minute. Because obviously I care about this quite a lot. Um, I didn't know prior, the Pennsylvania police... And the DA there in Philadelphia or the Philadelphia police, I mean, not Pennsylvania, but Philadelphia police and the DA in Philadelphia both looked into this case, declined to press charges. So even the local local law enforcement was like, yeah, they're like, no, this is not really a big deal. The guy who was pushed brought a private criminal complaint against Mark Houck, the guy who was raided and charged. And he didn't even bother showing up to court. So it was thrown out of state court. (laughs) So nobody cares about this in the place it actually happened. The people who are actually there, the feds treat it like it's a terrorist incident and we have to make some national deal of it. Yeah. Oh, even the, so even the guy that wanted to press charges in the civil court, he didn't show up. He, he, even he thought this was not going to go anywhere. Yeah, That's he didn't funny. even treat his own case seriously. He knew that the That's feds would funny. do it for him. Yeah, the but, but but the thing is, is that somebody, uh, I was in another Discord call, somebody else posted the video that I was going to post. Hmm. And of course, a leftist decided to say, uh, it's actually decided to just say that it well, first they called your video. He didn't watch the video, he says it's useless garbage. It's like, of course. Yeah. And then he was like, Oh, some he was basically like saying that the the real story's a lot more mundane, surprise, surprise, which is like that's the point. The story is mundane, but the feds made it a huge terrorist incident. Well, that, this is what they always do. You know who I've been talking to? Gypsy Crusader. We've been talking on Telegram with each other. And I've been looking into his story. What happened to him is so oh, yeah. fucked up. I was, I was trying so to remember exactly, but he... Up. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he got charged on some bullshit weapons charge, but it's basically because he hard r too many times on Omegle. <laughs> right. And oh then he just thought he was just beneath, you know, federal um, attention. And then they just banhammered him for like a really minor weapons charge. He just got mm. out of jail. 
Like he had some sort of gun configuration he shouldn't have. Is that what the deal was or what? Yeah. Or possession of guns that he shouldn't have had, but, but in any other circumstance, like people basically used to the excuse of, Oh, you have this certain weapon. I'll throw the book at you. Like that kind of shit. I mean, he went to prison for this for for a lengthy amount of time. No, he just got out and then messaged me. Cause remember he sent me a message from the penitentiary and I was like, I am not going to answer this (laughs) because (laughs) if I'm not on federal radar, I will be after this. But, you know, they, they destroyed his life. They destroyed his life That's for no reason. That's basically all feds do. They destroy oh, But you life. know the best part, Matt? Yeah. The guy actually says that the federal law establishes jurisdiction here, meaning if it is a fact that the FBI is trying to act on things like this. I'm just like, what do you... But it's what the not. fuck do they do? Like, what do they even do? Who's they? The, the feds. It's, oh. they're, they're not doing anything they're supposed to, they're supposed to do. Like... But like, didn't you go into the in the detail in the video saying that this was actually not supposed to be the FBI's? There's no, there's not only did the jury laugh at, well, in fairness, the people in the courthouse laughed at the case. The jury metaphorically laughed at the case by by drop uh, by uh, exonerating him in in an hour. But um, but the the, constitutionally and statutorily, there's no way that this is a federal issue to police. This was a Street corner dispute that resulted in the mildest form of violence possible. That is, according to the Constitution, not the federal government's domain. That is the police power of the state. According yeah. to the statute in question, what has to happen is the obstruction of access to an abortion facility or a reproductive care facility, if you want to call it that. That definitionally did not happen here it was down the street not if you believe he obstructed the facility give me the name of the person he obstructed not one person was blocked from entering that building and he's done this on a weekly basis for years as i understand he's never had a legal problem because he doesn't block people he just speaks to women and says hey i would i would just like you to know that there are options for you other than killing your kid and i think you should consider those that's all yeah, he does, that's, and he's and never that's, that's true. But the like the but like uh, all like obviously the le- like leftists are not going to look at it in, in that lens. They just gonna look at it it's like oh, a politician's gonna call it political prosecution. Oh wow, this is such an opinion piece. It's like of course, well, of course, it's, it's an all, opinion piece. <laughs> of course, it's opinion piece. It's all yeah. based on like literal law that basically that shows and literally why the jury basically laughed us out of the court if you can't but, call that a political prosecution i i would i would i guess i would be left to conclude you don't think that there is a such thing as a political prosecution he even acknowledges the fbi overdoes it sometimes i was like so you don't think this is an issue but but how you not see that this is not an issue yeah, and that, yeah. That's, oh, but because it's actually hitting the right people. That's right. That's well, yeah, but it's it's defund the police, abolish the police until it's feds getting people I don't like, then centralize the police and give them right. Uh, exactly. A raise. Yeah, and then I've actually heard uh, leftists uh, make this God, argument I, about uh, about laws not being um, used as deterrence. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Uh, gosh, <clears> I, gosh, freaking. But Vosh, then the FBI can be shit. used as a deterrent because people don't want to have a, a raid on their house. Oh, of course. Man, I could get into so much shit about what Voss said about MTG being against one to defund the FBI, saying that it's literally, oh, it's no, it's not, it's not good to defund the FBI because it's actually, I could get into all well, of that, but I'm taking defunding the time. FBI is the thing that we should all agree on because they don't Come like police on. in general and con- traditional conservatives, or uh, well, uh, because most traditional well, you know, conservatives Voss. would believe in local police power. 
You should be able to come together on reducing federal police power. But you know, Vosh is a socialist. Like everything that I write, that anything the conservatives does is, is it, it has some either ulterior motive or it's just straight up fascism. So quite honestly, anything the, the conservatives do is bad. The FBI is is it, if not if it's not already there, it is becoming a fascistic police force. But uh, you, but you know, if your local police, police force becomes unless it hits the right people, if so your local bad. police force becomes fascistic, you can leave. And I know that's not a great solution, but you can still go away from their jurisdiction that is a that that is a uh, a a mitigating factor against fascistic control when the fascists are in the federal government you can't leave they can get you wherever they from downtown philadelphia to north idaho in your compound they'll get you wherever you are good god i could get into so much shit about what vasha last week i think i'm took it up so much of your time you'll probably might cover this in your sunday stream so i'm looking forward to that well, it uh, was just a, it's yeah, just thank, a mess. Thanks for calling yeah. in. I'm glad that you're you're fired up about this story because I I am too. This is yeah. This is yeah. I was fired up for the last story that you talked about with the other one because it actually has to do with the community that I'm in. But that that's but that's already been nonsense. Uh, been rectified properly. Good. Hopefully, I think. So. Well, you but, ask uh, those pedos to behave. Next time you talk to me. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I won't ask. About okay, that. tell them to behave. Tell them we'd, to behave. We'd appreciate it. All right, okay. thank, All thank right. you, man. Have a good night. All right. Agreed. God, it's, it's, it's just so funny to me that the degree to which they tried to portray this guy as like some kind of unhinged, violent man. And in reality, he's a Catholic father of six or seven. I forget. Uh, just a guy who stands there talking to people about maybe not killing your kids. And he's portrayed as some sort of insane, violent terrorist that has to be stopped with the full force of the federal government. (sighs) Anyway, obviously I could talk about that for much longer. And I've talked about it. We're going to be punished though. The other thing I was thinking about, and you tell me if this is way too tinfoily. I, I rarely fly maybe a couple times a year, but we had to fly to go to this wedding this last weekend. And I would say in the last two to three years, I'm trying to remember if it's been every time, but if it's not every time, it is nearly every time I am pulled aside for a TSA pat down, both on the way out and on the way in. I got the full TSA grope. Yeah, maybe you remember what happened to me that one time at Spokane airport? Uh, no, remind me. Um, I was going back. No, I was going to Colorado Springs and they looked at my passport and then they held me and I was like, why are That's you right. holding me? Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't tell you. Yeah. I've never had that, but I get the, I get the pat down every time I go through security. And it's I don't that know. I've, I mean, maybe in my old job, I used to fly pretty frequently, like as much as maybe once every two months, something like yeah. that. And I'd been patted down before. But it was maybe one out of 10 trips. But now it's like every time. Now it's every time. Mm. So am I, I don't know, am I on a list or something? I don't know. I hope anyway. we're on lists. I mean, <sighs> can you even get into heaven if you're not on an FBI watch list at this point in time? Well, if I can't get a hit piece, I need to be on at least one federal government list. That is <laughs> consolation. <laughs> Aristotle's ghost. Are you there? Hey, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. What's on your mind? All right. Hey, uh, so I am a, a longtime listener and first-time caller. 
I'm actually um, uh, Orwell's Ghosts uh, confirmation sponsor. Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, we've been, you know, chatting on the phone every week and just going over, uh, going over the Catholic faith. And it's been, uh, it's been really awesome. Well, that's good to hear. So, um, D- yeah. Did you guys, uh, did he bring you to the show or did you listen to the show before you knew him or have you known him for a long time? Well, we know each other from, uh, we'll just say the military. Ah. And, uh, and I actually ran into him on this show, like in the server. That's right. Oh like, yeah. Know, you like guys. A year and a half ago. Yeah. That's the craziest yeah, like story. Random. So if the audience doesn't remember, you guys knew each other in the military years ago, but then spent time apart and came back together later in the server coincidentally. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Wow. So that's where I reconnected. Whoa. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, Hey, so the reason I'm calling tonight is I, I have just been listening to blonde talk about Catholicism for like the longest time kind of on and off. And like, I've sent in like questions and all kinds of stuff. And I just wanted to like encourage blonde that you like, I know that you're like looking at like other denominations and stuff, but I would really encourage you before you make that kind of leap to just like look at your like own sort of life and to see if you can like deepen your relationship with Christ exactly where you're at instead of like looking to go somewhere else. Because, you know, like being happy and fulfilled in this life is not just about having the right set of values. It's about developing virtue and like a stable disposition towards the good. And so if you're like going elsewhere, you're always going to be chasing that. And yeah, it's, it's better to just like stay where you are and like really dive into the faith, you know, not just like, you know, not just like the whole, you know, being a better person, or like whatever, but also like the content of the faith. And I know that's like a real struggle for like a lot of people who just, you know, grew up in the faith. They like kind of take it for granted, but I think there's like way more to it than, than we could ever imagine. That's definitely true. Yeah. I think a lot of it is just laziness because I just, I just don't want to read the Bible. I mean, I should be doing the Bible study. That's really what I should be doing. But I will say that I have a um, really deep and active prayer life. Like I do not go a day without praying and that helps keep me centered. But like uh, what's missing is the liturgy, obviously. And it's just because I'm lazy. I, I, I have no excuse for this. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you, you should be going to, you know, don't, don't skip mass, you know, uh, and don't, definitely don't skip oh, confession. I've been skipping hella masses, and I haven't been to confession in like a year and a half. Oh, you, you got to go because, I mean, you you know the teaching, you know, you know that it's like, you know, mortal sin to do so. So you, you kind of like place yourself, you know, it's like, I know. you, you got to go to confession. You got to like change that. And and I would really encourage you to go to the FSSP parish up there in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, um, because I've you're been not going to. Yeah, like like make that your mainstay because it's like a beautiful liturgy and the people are like in the church and they're probably going to be a little, maybe a little bit nicer than like elsewhere, you know, not naming any names, but you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe I should just go back to my regular church with the um, Congolese priest because he can't understand what I'm saying. And so I can just confess anything I want and it'll be fine. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's perfect for that. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, hey, go. To, you know, I go to confession at churches that aren't my main church, um, and I, you know, I love the Latin Mass. And and dude, you should get, you should get a missile, like a like a nineteen sixty two missile, and learn to follow along in the Latin Mass because you would get way more out of it. Like when you learn that, 
because like even if you spoke yeah. perfect latin you would not be able to understand like everything that's going on in the mass unless you're like reading the readings for for the day you know i you, know you you're right about this i know i know you're right about all this i know yeah so I, um, i'm just not and, doing it i don't really understand myself why well, you know call you know i would encourage you since it's been so long since you've been to confession call over to the fraternity parish you know, the fssp parish make an appointment and say hey i haven't been to confession in a year and a half i'd like to make an appointment they'll meet you in the uh in the confessional and just you know have a conversation because those are the kinds of confessions that are meant to be to kind of like work out all the stuff you've got you know work out all the shit you've got and not you know oh this confession 30 minutes before mass and i think that they'll be really understanding and that they'll like help you to get where you need to go okay okay you know what i will do this I was going to say that this is going to involve me because if the power of Christ can inspire blonde's ambition, that'll probably be the the final nudge that I need to get over the hill and uh, and hop into the title of Christianity of Christian faith. Seriously? Um, Is that true? I don't know. I'm being at least halfway sarcastic, but kind of serious in that. Obviously, I think it'd be fair to say that inspiring ambition within you is a tall task. It is. And if there are yeah. forces in the world that are capable of that, I'm listening. Uh, I, I'm I'm interested in the in the power of those things. That's funny. We were just talking about this before we went live. Like, is it okay for women? Because I have I was talking about Candace Owens and like her endless ambition, and I was just looking at her, kind of gazing at her, like I don't have this in me. Like I don't. I don't have this career ambition in me at all. And I'm just, I'm just wondering if I like lack ambition for anything outside of family. Yeah. And of course, yeah, well, and, but that's the thing too. I don't even mean um, ambition for career, just ambition for the future. Yeah. Just socially wide, but even your own personal life, like ambition for optimism for the future. And I know that's easier said than done uh, in the context. Ambition and optimism are different things though. They are closely related, uh, but they are different things. I would agree. You can be ambitious without being without wearing rose colored glasses. Uh, yeah, 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 I agree with that. But um, yeah. but yeah, I guess what I'm, I just wanted to be clear that I'm not saying that it, that you that it's going to nudge you toward career ambition, but just like a, an General. eagerness for the prospect of tomorrow in whatever context that may be. Yeah. Okay. If it could renew a zest for life in me, uh, that would be great. Hmm. Well, you may, you may have done it, Mr. Ghost. You may have (laughs) cleared the final hurdle here. Did you have a final thought before we let you go? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually for you, Matt. I mean, it's on the same subject. Um, I would just say you should take a hard look at the Catholic church as well. I'm a convert. I converted back in 2016 Mm -hmm. and it has been the greatest thing ever in my entire life. And I'm going to be Catholic till the day I die. Um, And I'm never going to stop searching and going deeper. Um, I think it has a lot to offer in terms of philosophy as well, because it's rooted in a lot of the theology is rooted in Aristotelian philosophy. Mm -hmm. And it's the only philosophy that is coherent with what we observe around us in the natural world. And so there's Ooh. not a lot of assumptions in it. Yeah, speaking um, my Matt, language. Matt just got a boner. Good job. <laughs> Please. He's stop. like, ooh, natural I'm, I'm world. Getting t- oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting too excited here. 
No, I appreciate that. I um I will consider that and and uh you know, I'm on I'm on a very long-term journey here. So, I don't expect any radical turns anytime soon, but I can I can tell their trajectory and I'm not looking to to the extent I'm not anticipating any radical turns in the journey of faith. I'm certainly not ex- I'm not expecting a radical U-turn away from it, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Uh Well, I plan so, on calling it again, you know, in the future, so we'll we'll be able yeah. to talk more. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Yep, yep. Have a good one. Okay, we are due for a break. I have uh, an exciting development that I will announce on Sunday, but I have been informed of a way to read Rumble Super Chats. So we can announce that on Sunday. That uh, that's yet another way to get away from the control of Susan until now. I haven't been able to read them on demand, but I, uh, there've been some tests running tonight and they are performing really? as expected. Speaking of exciting things. So that's great. That's another opportunity for the show and for chatting in a way that doesn't involve her highness, Susan wiki wiki more on that later. Speaking of though, our super chat system is kind of <laughs> oh, wait. Now YouTube is working. So, okay, so it's kind of working, but we should we should start with YouTube the old way because we were missing some chats earlier. Okay, let's see. Uh, I only have one. Is this correct? You might have to refresh because uh, I know Holden Mulray was first, so I'll get him right now. Wait, wait, wait. Where, where did Holden Mulray go? Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay. Uh, Hi, Truth Seekers. Conflation of the week. Basic human need versus basic human right. Yes. Oh, correct. yeah, really? They do that all the time. I've even following this like migrants in a $450 a night hotel in New York story. It's so funny. I, I haven't seen the details on or it. Or the homeless. Is- They're just demanding to like live in this this really nice place. Are like, they, they already being provided it or are they just? I think they were temporarily. And now they're getting kicked out or something? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, incompetent. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. The only comment I had is just, yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, it, it we've lost track of this idea of negative rights. Generally speaking, you have a right to be left alone. But another right, the the one of those, I guess you could characterize it as a negative right. But you your your labor is your property. You have the right mm-hmm. to your labor. That is true for every right. single person yeah. out there. That's why slavery is a moral wrong because it's somebody else claiming ownership of your labor. They don't have that. In this context, when we declare certain services or goods human rights, what we're saying is I actually have a right to that person's labor. They must provide me with the product or service because I have an entitlement to it. That is the mindset of slavery. You're, you are yep. saying you have an entitlement to enslave that person. And I know it might be momentarily like, oh, I just I have a right to a loaf of bread from him. I don't have a right to put him in a cage or own his labor in perpetuity on my plantation or something. But the point is, it's the same principles that apply there. You don't own someone else's labor. If you say that you have a right to this product or service, that's what you're saying anyway. Yep. Important point, Holden Mulray. Incompetent Hands 30 says, Eagles versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So the question is, will Rihanna's halftime show be A, satanic propaganda, a la The weekend? Was that satanic propaganda? I don't even remember. I remember it was a weird halftime show, though. B, another ACAB display like Beyonce, all, co- all cops are bastards. Or C, J-Lo stripper show degeneracy. Are they all three in the, in the halftime show? I, I have follow. no idea. I'm going to, I'm going to assume that all three of them are part of the halftime show. So actually this isn't even an A, B or C. I'm going to select 
All of the above. All of the D. above. All right. Yeah. I'm That's my bet. God, I love betting on the Super Bowl, too. It's like the one thing I do a year is Super Bowl bet. So it's already like, all right, what's the Gatorade color going to be? All right, what's the over? Oh, I forgot this, that you do that. Yeah. This obscure players. Uh, no, I don't. That's a violation of Montana state law, and I would never do that. Well, you don't bet money. You bet. Things know. of value. Not U.S. dollars. Yeah. Services. Uh, yeah. Eric Burns Marsh. Uh, gambling is a human right anyway. So they can't they can't stop me. Uh, Eric Burns Marsh, uh, doesn't Crowder understand? Well, he, he thinks that there might be tribal rivalry with Ben Shapiro. That's what he's saying. Um, What could you possibly be referring to? I don't know. That's not my conflict to resolve, but, uh, has, has Crowder, has Crowder said anything, uh, since, or has this gone dark? I really haven't paid much attention to it. Is it basically the conflict know. over now or that it's just on? I haven't heard anything. I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Let's just take a couple more here. Uh, Jeff Sloat says, hello, blonde and Matt. If a super chat donated enough money, would you take requests? For example, blonde wearing pigtails throughout a show asking for a friend. I don't know. We'd have to we'll no, talk about that's, that. That's, that's uh, that pigtails, is a, God, that is a dangerous precedent. So I'm going to, I'm going to say no for now, but uh, unless you know, things get really dire, then we're moving to only fa- only fans. Biden's economy, man. You might see yep. this show on only fans sometime soon. I said I won't quit until they make me quit. <laughs> so I got to follow it through just a couple more on tippy stream. We'll get right back to your calls here. Twitter's butthole blonde had to lick me. Oh, that was that was clever. Oh, God, I did say that. Didn't I? <laughs> uh, let's see. Blonde's hair. I'm channeling my inner Guns N' Roses uh, chick tonight. I know. That's a Guns N' Roses thing? Why? Well, no, it was all wild before. Oh, okay. The white spot on Matt's fingernail. I'd be stealing all Matt's zinc. Okay. (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing until tonight. Hella Masses, last one for now. Blonde uh, blonde has, has been skipping us. Time for a spanking. We priests... Used us used to spank women for their sins anyway. Oh, this is about you not going to your church obligations. Anyway, all right. Thank you for the chats, guys. Appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll come back to them at the top. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. And let's see. Uh, Next up is Juggernaut. Juggernaut, are you there? I am. What's on your mind? So. I was actually thinking about it. What are your takes on the whole eating bugs thing? Why are they trying to get us to eat bugs? Um, I think it's this climate, this climate change thing because of the carbon emissions from, um, from uh, industrial farming. I don't know. I guess I haven't sat down and thought about why other than the face value explanation they give about environmentalism and all that. Um, but if I wanted to think cynically or realistically, as you might say, I I think environmentalism is largely a front for control mechanisms. For sure. So how how and why do they exercise control through bugs while convincing you that it's better for the planet mm-hmm. uh, or better for you health wise? Maybe it's just by. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's the same reason they buy up all the farmland. Is that really about 
environmentalism or is that about like what what is a farm or a ranch? It is a self-sustaining operation or a community sustaining operation. If you can eliminate people's ability to produce their own food, you can make them fully dependent. Right. And it's about controlling the food supply. Yeah. So I I, I don't have it fully fleshed out in my head, obviously, but I I would guess that there's some sort of control angle that they're getting at through that approach. And I'm sure there's some sort of mass starvation event in the works. Your thoughts, Juggernaut? Well, I think they're just trying to kill us. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's the environmental angle, right? Yeah, like, sure. There's too many humans on the planet. We need to have less of them. And so I think the keratin or chitin, I don't remember, in bugs has some supreme negative effect. Mm. I think that's basically the only reason. So you think it it's actually would be like it would kill us to eat them? I think it would lead to your early demise. Yes. <laughs> Do we have examples? And I, I'm not asking rhetorically. I, I honestly don't know. Do Have there been cultures or societies that have eaten a lot of bugs in this way? I know that people can China. eat them for survival purposes, but ha- have societies sustained? <laughs> they in are insect way? people, aren't they? Uh. I, I missed that one. I mean, what did, what did he say? Oh, the Chinese. Just oh, now. I thought that was dogs. They eat dogs, too. Yeah. Oh, OK. They eat Just want to clarify. As long, if it walks, they can eat it. OK. Uh. It, yeah, are there examples of of people who have eaten a bug diet for a sustained amount of time? Do we know? That was a last resort. I do I, not know. Yeah, I'd be I'd curious. It, I wonder if that's uh, if there's any knowledge about that. Yeah, it's just has anyone been watching The Last of Us? Can somebody call in so we can no. talk about? That? Didn't it get gay? Oh this- my god! I have to talk to somebody about it. <laughs> I haven't the watched I the show at all, was, but I don't care about spoilers because I've already experienced the video game. Did you watch Parks and Rec? You know, Ron, uh, Nick Offerman, always he always plays this like this man's man. Mm. But um, so in this episode of The Last of Us, which was very good until this, um, the entire episode is just him like fucking some older twink in the ass. Like <laughs> this is supposed to be about zombies or some shit. Why is this happening? So anyway, they did the second case. Why are you gay? It, it occurred to me that Nick Offerman um that his entire, the entire genesis of Nick Offerman is just so uh, Hollywood can undermine the idea of an alpha male in the zeitgeist. Nick Offerman is an idiot leftist who's childless and married to a woman that is 10 years his senior. He's like clearly a pussy, but he's always cast in the same role. I'm looking at him in The Last of Us. Yeah, in The Last yeah. of Us, he's supposed to be like some crazy prepper, totally prepared for everything, but he's like a secret homo, and then he finds like one dude, and it's like the dude that chooses to poke him for the first time. <laughs> I'm like, are you people fucking serious with this? Inside the romantic and unexpected Last of Us love story between Nick Offerman and Marie Bartlett. Yeah, but I mean, wow. it's this whole thing. of The reason I thought about that is because in um, Parks and Rec, Ron says, why do I have to eat my food's food? Why am I eating my food's food? That's what he every said time that I, in the show. I, in the show, yeah. yeah. And every time I think about this bug thing, that's what I think. About. Yeah. Uh, anyway, totally tangential, but yeah. I just, I just had to get that out of my system. Like I was so pissed off all week. I'm glad. About this. <laughs> Did you? Have I've any... always thought about asking you what you want to talk about. To be honest, mm. <laughs> I want to talk about Nick Offerman because this really makes me mad. He's 
he's like this this huge thing they're doing to society and nobody even realizes it because he's so likable what a waste of a beard i that's the other thing hmm. yeah they're trying to make people think that all well, alpha males are just faggots yeah that's my topic for the night <laughs> okay well thank you for the call you. if you uh learn more on the bug front let us know sure i'll email you see you man see ya discordian oh, discordian are you there i am good evening what's on your mind Oh, well, to be honest, I have so much I could complain about, but I'll keep it short. Sure. Uh, two things. The first, I don't really want to get into the first thing, but I would kind of like yeah. to the radar. Uh, in addition to the latest ATF nonsense, and there, there often is, YouTube seems to be cracking down on gun channels again, harder this time. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Grand Thumb, Demo Ranch, T-Rex, Guns and Gear. There's. I don't know if you guys generally follow firearms channels but i do I i've seen i've seen the yeah what's going on generally but uh it, for people who aren't into guns or gun youtube you want to give a quick rundown of of what's happening sure the uh short version is as far as i understand it you may no longer show or demonstrate common firearms tasks such as loading a magazine charging the weapon adding accessories to the weapon or lights or sights because this involves modifying the weapon <laughs> what? Like putting the mag uh, in the gun is is considered weapon modification by Susan i'm not kidding when i say this i think i've seen that 10 round mags are getting away with it but oh no 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 30s none of that why i that's arbitrary right a 30 mag is just bigger they consider it it's high capacity it's right they consider standard capacity like the rest of us normal people high capacity but you can kill I, 10 people with 10 rounds exactly you might What's be able to it? kill more if you shoot well i'm really sure well in, <laughs> shoot really yeah. well i'm sure it's in response to all the uh to the, some of the latest shootings but my conspiracy theory brain tells me it might also be a calculated move which would reduce gun culture and firearms knowledge on the internet so that they mm. can say oh look Nobody does done stuff. See, there are no videos of it. You must be an extremist if you're looking right. for that sort of thing. Well, that is not at all conspiratorial. They they haven't allowed uh, videos for say how to how to assemble an AR for some time. I remember the first time I put one together, I had to do that. I had to go to the bad places on the internet to learn how to do this because the ones that were formerly on YouTube had been scrubbed. And this is, I think you're right that this is just another step. But this time, it's it's beyond the mild complexity of assembly and it's just saying you can't even attach a muzzle device to your gun you can't put a magazine in your gun you can't attach a light to the pick rail on your gun right. these are not now, these are not complex tasks it's like this is like putting together legos that they're banning yeah i didn't want to get too far into it but the biggest yeah. i think the biggest reason it represents an escalation is it is retroactive yeah so all these guys that have been on the channel, on the platform for 10 plus years, you know, some of them have just poofed uh, because the videos that they made seven years ago showing them throwing a mag in. Well, that's a strike, you know. So anyway, I, I hope uh, they I, I know there was talk that they might all get together and make a mass exodus or try to have some platform together. They, that kind of was attempted with uh, what was the website called, like full 30 or something back uh, a few ooh. years ago. They That's had a, a deep cut. I kind of remember that. They had a website where they were all posting together, and like a lot of these gun tubers. And I don't know that it ever really took off. 
but that's at this point with Susan, it's like maybe maybe that's the route they have to like they just have to agree to go to Rumble or they have to agree to do so. I don't know. I mean, it's it's I say that like I'm not included in this. We're all I'm not a gun tuber, but Susan's going to crack down on us in the same way yeah. she cracks yeah. down on them. So I don't know. It's like, what are they supposed they, You can't keep making that kind of content on YouTube when she's going to change the rules tomorrow and punish you for the material that you made today. There's just no way. It sounds it. like the ETF, to be honest. Yeah, very much so. You're right. It's so fine today. Check back tomorrow. We'll raise exactly. it. Yeah. Here's, here's what I really kind of want your, your opinion on, and I'll be kind of brief about it. Um, I've been taking a listening about the border lately, which is honestly just kind of depressing. Um, but I've tried to been paid, pay some closer attention to it. I suppose I'm, I don't know what the right word is, disappointed perhaps. It might be too harsh. I'm surprised that local movements have not seemed to have taken hold, at least to my knowledge. And I'm speaking specifically about local law enforcement, uh, sheriffs, that type of thing. Um, I live on the East Coast, and in my county, at least, sheriffs are not the primary law enforcement body. They serve mainly to administrate the correction system. Mm-hmm. But in many Western states, I don't know how it is where you guys are, sheriffs are a fully empowered law enforcement entity. And importantly, they're generally elected. I know there's some exceptions to that. And they have fairly broad authority, including they can deputize kind of whoever they want. Hell yeah, um, they can. The sheriffs out here are awesome. Right. So I'm not aware of any effort. Uh, you know, again, I, maybe I'm behind it, but I don't know of any sheriff that said, you know what, we're not doing this anymore. You know, and he has he or she would begin to deputize the willing or the qualified and say, well, the people who are supposed to be doing this seem to have abdicated their responsibility. And because I'm duly elected by the people of this county and I am not part of Washington's chain of command, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were uh, I'd, shades I'd of that. I'd love in, to see it. I really would. Shades of that in Illinois in response to this new uh, assault weapons law. But I, I don't know about the, the, the extra step you're talking about of deputizing people in preparation for possible conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but in, in terms of in refusing some, to enforce. Yeah. Right. In some capacity to, to, enforce the border essentially yeah um, i also think it would be difficult for washington to address that if they felt that they needed to because white house sends federal agents to stop county sheriff from protecting its border is not a headline that's going to play well no matter which network has it i can't wait <laughs> no to hear kareem jean pierre spin that one I'll, i will tune in <laughs> right for that press yeah, conference really. you're right yeah. Plus, there's always the f round and find out factor and mm. every day it seems like they're playing with that yeah. Not just finding question, out. It's, we're light on finding out, gonna, though. Yeah. So my question, if I'm actually going to ask a question at last, mm. is, in my opinion, the time for action was long ago. Do you think we'll start to see anything at the, at the citizen level, at the law enforcement level, and I mean actual impactful direct action? And how much do we have to endure before we're there? Well, I think that... Two, I, sorry, go ahead if you want to take it. Oh, no, I think that we're at... We're at look here bucko right um no (laughs) matter how cocked the western world is if people's survival is threatened they're they they are going to react i mean i wish we didn't have to get to that level i wish that people could take some preventive measures before people actually start getting their throats slit and stuff but like there will be a point where people are pushed too far i I think the two examples that you cited discordian are are 
realistic prospects at serious conflict to the extent that that the federal government is serious about enforcing them, well, or not enforcing them in the case of the border. But if we don't turn around the border in general, things are going to get so bad down there that that citizens and localities will have to take matters into their own hands. And that is a that might be a situation like you described. But the other one with the yeah. ATF and not just the brace rule, but whatever they may decide to do after that, if they're dead serious about this brace stuff and they start treating people with braced ARs or any other braced firearms the same way they gave Mark Houck, the anti-abortion activist, that treatment in Pennsylvania, they start showing up at doorsteps armed with rifles and shields and all this stuff. I'm not saying they're all going to end poorly. I'm saying you're you keep trying that you keep rolling that set of dice. You're going to get some Ruby Ridges. You're going to get some Wacos. That's going to be bad. And as soon as one of those bad things happens. Well, I mean, then it, then it's let's say that you had another Waco or Ruby Ridge incident today. I wonder how that would play <laughs> out. Would would that cause a meaningful split in this country or a meaningful pushback against the federal government? Or would people just say, oh, yeah, oh, that was an isolated mistake. It happens. Uh, I think people would would definitely fracture on that. And along those lines, uh, do, do people even want to think about what it's like to be under cartel control? Like that's what's going no. to happen. No. <laughs> I mean, I watched the video. I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. The best way to be under cartel control is shot in the face. That's the most merciful real, fate yeah. you could possibly have. Yeesh. You're not wrong, though. Uh, yeah. And uh, as always, if anyone wants to see how not wrong, I will send you the video montage of the horrors that await you. Don't watch it i've referenced it before man uh and people people email me frequently hey i want to watch the cartel video all right why just make sure you're in the right mindset because it's going to ruin your day it's gonna no it's gonna ruin more than that Mm. thank you for the call discord if you have any final thoughts before we let you go go for it yep just um i don't i do hope we start to see some more uh courage some more courageous public officials in that regard you can't let through the population of Nebraska, essentially, in a two-year period and have no consequences. So I hope that we can start turning it around. And remember, kids, the FBI is a wholly corrupt and political organization, and knowing is half the battle. Fuck around and find out. Thank you, Discordian. Have a good night. Let's get another call in before the top of the hour. That is a radio voice, that guy. It was a good voice, yeah. Yeah. Not a real name. That's me. What's on your mind? Well, I just had a, uh, well, philosophical debate of a rather mundane variety. Okay. What is your thoughts on uh, abusing the ATF's new uh, final ruling on SBRs uh, as pistol braces in order to get yourself a free bed, SBR bed, bed, at bed, the cost bed, of bed, yourself bed. in the registry? <laughs> okay so not worth it yeah in fairness you're saying should you should you i would say it's taking their bait of if you have a braced ar or any other you know what they consider to be a short-barreled rifle now should you take them up on their offer to waive the fee to get the tax stamp so that you can have a free registered short-barreled rifle yes uh not everyone wants to take the risk of uh you know, federal prison, if they're caught with the SBR yeah. they made without the registry. So for those who don't like taking that risk, what's the, your opinion on that? For those who want to comply and or take advantage of the free tax stamp? 
Yes. I, I would say that if you think you're going to comply your way out of federal government and ATF overreach, that is a fool's game to begin with. Mm-hmm. You might yeah. quote unquote win this round, but the idea that they're not going to be back for you with all the information that you've submitted to them. And I say this as as someone who has submitted. I, I've, I have a tax stamp firearm. I've gone through the process. So it's not like I'm going to sit here and say, oh, I've hidden everything. I've voluntarily participated in that program, but for them to threaten you into it, I think is an entirely different thing. I don't think you're going to escape their overreach by complying. And I, and I would also emphasize the principle that this is submission to their whim based on nothing but their threat against you. It's not submission to a law passed through Congress. It's not submission to the constitutional rule of law that we've established, whether I agree with that legal standard or not. This is submission to the whim of the ATF to make up law as they see fit and redefine your legally owned property tomorrow into something else and get you to do what you, what they want you to based on nothing more than their threat. That is why I would say you shouldn't do it. um, In addition to just the idea that they're not going to leave you alone anyway, They're they're, they're coming for you two days from now, if not tomorrow, For sure, but uh, that's a fair point. Now, what, uh, I had a yeah. What are your thoughts on it? My thoughts were less principled and more practical. Hmm. If you do want to be able to take your firearm to the range without getting your dog shot, uh, yeah. and you wanted an SBR, it seems like the most practical way of going around it. But yeah, I could definitely see the principled side. Uh, are you? Can I ask if you're in this situation? And you don't have to reveal any information you may not want to. But I just wonder <laughs> if this is if the, are you are you just purely theoretical here? Or is this something you're actively considering? Well, as soon as I heard the ruling, I went out and bought a pistol kit. <laughs> ah, you and many others, I assume. Yes. Still haven't decided for sure whether I'm registering it or not. Yeah, it's... Uh, we will see. Well, I for anybody, I just... I would hope that, that you know, again, I, th- these should be decisions that you make on your own accord, not decisions that you are browbeaten into by the threat of the ATF kicking down your door. And, yes. um, yeah, it sucks, man. And the... I, I, I cynically or realistically, uh, I don't think that this is the ATF looking to do anything but bait people into registering their guns. I I think it's pretty much as simple as that. I think it's just bait from them. It's not some good faith interpretation of the laws, whatever they've been. These are the same people who have been telling us these braces uh, do not transform a pistol into a rifle for the last decade. Then they just decided on a whim that it does. For what reason have we seen? I think the only time I can remember a braced pistol being used in a in a significant crime was there was that one mass shooting in Colorado where the guy had one. Other than that, I don't even remember. Was was it at a gas station? The idea that braced ARs are some unique threat that we need to stop. Mass shooters are going to be just fine using 16 inch ARs if they want to. Doesn't. Yes. Doesn't really matter. But. No, I, I understand where you're coming from. It's like, hey, I like my gun. It's uh, They say it's shorter than the legal limit, and I would like to use it. I, I, I want to train with it. I want to be prepared with it. I want to be able to go out in public and and train with it in a way that is that I'm not threatened. I, I understand that entirely. Um, I just, uh, I, I think the premise is flawed. I think that they're going to come for you regardless, unfortunately. Fair point. 
So one last question. Here, here's the I other. Go, it, you, you should, <laughs> you should just put a stock on it anyway, because we'll, we're all going to federal prison for ten years regardless. So you might as well <laughs> just not do the paperwork. Fed. I fed, mean, it's fed, the same crime fed, if you fed, had that third drilled. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. One last question before I go, though. Where did that whole gay sex joke in the comments? Or in the Super Chats thing starts. <laughs> I've been listening to your show for yeah. a while, and I swear there's at least one a week, and I have no idea oh, why. One Does a week would know? be uh, a, would be low. There's, there's yeah. usually far more. Um, actually, there was a, a show archivist, and it's in my... Oh, you know what? I think I put this on the FAQ of the site, because... People ask, this, people ask this question <laughs> so frequently, and I was like, I know there's an answer, because a guy emailed it to me. Did I put it in... That's right. Uh, you know what you should do if you really want to know? Um, I did put it in the FAQ on my site. So if you go to mattchristensenmedia.com slash FAQ, scroll oh, all the way it. down to the bottom. There is a, a segment that says, what is the origin of the Matt and I once made love chat meme? And I should have linked it here. That's a flaw in my site. But it is fittingly episode 69, timestamp really? 2746. From the username, that's not right. He was the first guy to do a Matt and I once made love chat. And to your question, they just took off. And and I don't, uh, I'm a big believer of if you want something to stop or go away, tell everyone that you want it to stop and try to tell them to, to take it away. I've never really fought it because the second you fight it, people are going to do it more. Oh, he didn't fight it. This is all yeah, a cover story because a fan recognized him at a bathhouse. <laughs> and that's really the origin of this <laughs> piece of shit they probably got age you know well, i suppose that's as possible an explanation as any other <laughs> <laughs> well be well thank you for the thought-provoking question yeah godspeed Thanks in your, your navigation of uh, the atf and all of their the problems they cause thank oh, you oh it's an adventure a minute yeah have a good night you as well the that was another interesting man. interesting voice very polite yeah. Uh, we are overdue for a break, so let's read a few more. YouTube, I left off with uh, Jeff Sloat and his request for pigtails. Sure. Rainer Chen. Hi, Matt and Blonde. Wrong time. No see. Mm. How are you? What happened? I thought Blonde likes Crowder. That was a it was a quick moment. I don't know. I, I went to a stand up and Crowder is really likable, but I also am convinced he's a malignant narcissist. So it makes it hard. To, he he has to be to have that kind of personality. In general, I do not trust actors. I, <laughs> I guess that's a fair rule. Yeah. And I I would even though I I will say yeah I'm critical of the way he handled this encounter. I don't want to go as far as to say like I hate the guy or something like that. Uh, I I want to be. I think he's incredibly talented. He's earned the audience that he has. Obviously, I I, I don't yeah. want to be understood as taking shots at that or something like that, or to be so to dig my heels in so much that it's like he couldn't possibly ever redeem himself or something. I think that some mistakes were made here, but I I don't. Uh, I wouldn't say that he's irredeemable or something like that. Um. Let's see who's next. Um. Mark Mikesell says, Blonde, are you still thinking of going to Divine Liturgy? Look into the structure so you're not lost. And Matt, you'll find there's only one true church, however ungracious that sounds at first. Truth is truth. I recommend Trenum, Bailey, Dyer. Jay Dyer is great. Um, 
yes, I am. I, although I'm going to take direction from that caller and I probably should try to repair my broken relationship with my current church. Although it is something that I, I do want to do. Um, Ryan Sakura, long time listener. I want to call, but I doubt you guys answer. We just let it ring. We, just let it <laughs> we ring, do man. answer. We answer for your, for everyone who's willing to call. Can't guarantee we that do. everybody gets in every single episode, of course, but it's a good time to remind people if you're the sort of person who'd like to participate in the show and you're generally free this time on, on Wednesdays, if you show up to participate, uh, you know, 10 minutes before the show when the roll call opens, odds are pretty good. You might be able to get in every other show. Every we, other show. We have yeah. cheaters like Red Falcor, who I think is coming up in a little bit, who make it in quite frequently. So uh, um, I got to reload. Could you? Yeah. Are you ready? To- you're welcome to call Ryan. And um, and and as I mentioned, too, if you uh, if you're not able to get in or you have conflicts, you're welcome to send an email question as well. Contact page of the website. And thanks for supporting the show. Hella Mass is blonde has been skipping us. Oh, wait. Oh, this was uh, this is left over from Tippy stream because I went back now that the our system right. is, is working again. I went back, so I shouldn't have. Uh, I forgot that I had that. You messed everything up. Yeah, I know. I've been bouncing back and forth between systems. You would think the ability to read things that are basically the equivalent of text messages should be simpler. But of course, uh, not. We got those old eyes now. Let me. uh, Well, now I have to refresh. So if you have some more, go ahead and take over. I do. Um, GR says, hey, my Jagas, here's some pesos. 1923 on Sunday. That's right. It's supposed to come back. It is coming back on Sunday. All right. Um, Eric Burns, our blonde, you're right about elites buying up land. It's American hollow to more. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to try to starve us out. Bungle Bush off subject, but I was a huge Tucker Carlson fan until he started exploiting a young girl's death in a plane crash to support his food plant conspiracy. This food plant thing is not a conspiracy. Really graceful has done some excellent work on this. You should check it out. I don't know anything about this chick that died in a plane crash the food plant thing being they're all getting <clears throat> burned and destroyed and stuff mm-hmm. hmm. yeah. yeah i don't it's know the really specifics weird. on this i'm not a i don't it's not like i'm watching every tucker episode or something but um so i'm not i'm not entirely yeah i'm not clear on on the exploitation there either um but thank you bungle bush mac grendel the the urge to call you my grendel every time sure. you send us money i'm sorry especially if this is your real name is this picture just a butt with glasses on it. Uh, oh, I don't have the avatar. I could, I could look. Oh. Okay, I'm perplexed. Your channel isn't larger. You seem to be doing pretty well, but the quality of your content rises way above just okay. Keep on keeping on, you two. Here's hoping you can get your hit piece and find a broader audience. You know, okay. So part of it is that he's attached to a sinking, a sinking stone, which is me. <laughs> the other part is that everybody's channel has been stagnant. Do you know anybody that's had channel growth uh, in our realm in the last two years? Oh uh, yeah. Well, certainly whatever's going on with my channel is like, it, it's what someone described it the other day. It's like a boot on a car. That's basically what Susan did to me. I, yeah. I, I understand in no way am I saying I'm entitled to, to uh, listeners. I'm not. You are though. I'm not, ent- I'm not entitled to anybody's listen. I, I have to earn it and I intend to do that. Um, however, but if, you can't if I'm earn supposed it, to, ex- you can't earn it. Yeah. Well, what's so bizarre is like, I'm supposed to believe that everything just flatline plateaued and then the basically everybody sticks around and they're not leaving. But Susan has put me in some corner where I can't really find new eyes. Yeah. 
yeah. why and how it's it just it, if you become people are just sick of you you're boring well that's fine uh, that can happen i'm not immune from that and but then i'm seeing people rise to like extreme levels of fame like just pearly things i think she's at a million subscribers yeah is it, it, it there are people who are succeeding it's just i guarantee the determination on whether you succeed or not susan has very heavy thumbs on that scale yeah speaking of which you guys should harass her until she comes on my channel she's not answering my emails uh, by the way uh thank I you i am not going to be niggardly mac and yes that looks like a picture of a butt wearing glasses and maybe a fake nose so he wouldn't get mad if i called him my grandma <laughs> i guess not yeah. uh, uh let's you see wanna circle back yeah let's come back to these because we are a little bit behind thank you guys we'll come back to the rest of the chats at the end of the show. Cody's up next. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. Cody, are you there? Cody. Cody? I got nothing, do you? Mm-mm. Okay. Cody, we'll try again in a minute. Red Falcor? Yeah, there we go. Are oh my there? gosh, that was fast. Yeah, we hey, had guys. tech problems Hi. with the prior guy, so you're up. Uh, I can... I can see that. Hey, um, I've been uh, out of the game for a little while. You guys probably didn't know that, but I haven't even. You're just trying trying to to cover for for your cheating. I know. (laughs) I know how it works. Maximum twenty five percent of the time. Just so you guys know. Yeah. Maximum. Okay. Uh, I've got two quick calls to action and uh, question uh, today. Um, First is. my wife was on a game show uh, that they cool. shot uh, while we were still living in LA. Uh, and it's called 25 wor- words or less. Hmm. And they have a YouTube channel and my w- wife is now learning the cruel realities of people on the internet who don't like yeah. other people's success and well at first i thought you were gonna say episode, hey, hey everyone should go check this out and then i thought are you sure you want okay. to send the internet after your wife do you really want no, to know what I, you know what i do because the internet is already after my wife okay okay so, what episode what episode okay it's the most recent she, she she's in the most recent and she was in several before that because she keeps winning uh the one uh Donut, try this at home. Uh, okay. Okay. What's the name of the YouTube channel? I want to find this. Uh, yeah, YouTube channel. Twenty-five words or less. Her name is Jessa. YouTube. And, and sh- 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 she is dominating. Uh, episode after episode after episode with with, with her play partner Dave. Oh, this is um, Meredith is, uh, Vieira is, is the host of this, or what? Yep. Yep, that's right. Uh, and, and her uh, play, play partner Dave, I've m- m- met him several times. Uh, he's gay as the day is long, so I'm not concerned. But uh, but they but they really murdered and uh, uh, are are continuing to murder. So uh, pl- please, everybody in the community, I, I know that you love to do this. Pl- Please go onto the internet and rip into everybody cr- cr- criticizing her because they don't like her success. 
Oh. I'm not that, seeing any negative comments about her. And I was going to say, the, I don't the, know that you'll get that. I think if you're asking, the, if you're asking people to be positive and defend <laughs> honor, man, I don't know. That's a, that's a tall, it's a tall order. That's true. Well, uh, just b- b- be nice because otherwise I'll, I'll come after you and that, <laughs> that's not going to be good. I, I, so, all right. Is I, she winning just, money? Just a heads up. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah girl. Get it. M- m- money trips, prizes. Yeah. It's uh yeah, nice. m- most people are are positive. Were they the, uh, were they assigned the was she assigned to this guy through the, the, I guess no. did they joined the show as partners or she was assigned through the yeah. show. They 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 actually tr- tr- trained together oh, for okay. s- several weeks l- leading up to the show over Zoom. Because um, ah. it is like partner play, like you give cl- cl- clues and then you guess the answers, and it yeah. helps to know kind of how your partner thinks. Yeah, okay. So that's a big, that's a big part of it. Um, so that's first call to action. Okay. So, so, so second call to action is going to be a bit more divisive. Um, I am. Uh, I have just. Ju- just created a a petition on change.org for the daily wire hmm. to uh and it's it's called make the daily wire application and website functional okay that that, that is the f- full title because their technology sucks that's and it I, Yes, it does. And I like to have a d- 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 daily reporting, specifically from Matt Walsh. I don't know how you guys uh, feel about him specifically, but but he's my favorite. And if I can get, get the, this petition going, I mean, he, he was r- right in the m- middle of answering a gr- great question question on dealing with family members who have a different opinion than you on specifically pro-choice versus pro-life and then playback on my app just failed. Hmm. Okay. So I want them to if people want yeah. to find this, where do they go? If the, if you're a yeah. uh, an aggrieved Daily Wire yes. uh, subscriber, yes. make the Daily Wire application and website functional. And this That's is at uh, this is on change.org. Yeah, change.org. Uh, we'll have to let you go shortly yeah. here, but have you tried uh, reaching yeah. out to their customer service? And I'm I, I'm just curious what your experience I, was like if you have. Yeah, I actually did, and if it's anything. Like the IT support at my own university, I don't have a lot of faith, but uh, I was on, you know, I'm on like Matt Walsh Facebook groups and a lot of people are actually reporting the same thing as me. Um, on on that so topic, though, like communicating with people yeah. that uh, in your family, especially that have different uh, political opinions, my yeah. dear friend, Benny Wills, he's on YouTube, Benny Wills, he does an entire series about this. It's really? like, yeah, it's like the the thing that he is the best at. I think hmm. he even teaches a class 
like how to deal with people in your life that you are uh that are politically divisive um and that you benny that you, wills okay yeah yeah he's great everybody check Most, out his channel uh, conquer divide and conquer with, with this simple strategy is that yeah, the most that's, that's him okay that's, that's the benny. guy yeah okay. yep, he's great uh last word all right um, real quick you, what is the non-conspiracy with the food plants i'm actually curious oh bond you oh, they, they have had a disproportionate number of grain mills food plants um exploding being burned down i think a plane flew into two of them or something yeah. if you if you yeah. want um all of that information at least up to six months ago and since there have been tons tons since then really graceful did a video about it if you just type in really graceful food plants it should come up um okay. on youtube really of course of course plant. it does not come up really graceful susan strikes again or maybe you <laughs> spelled it wrong or something who knows Nah, just go to really graceful's channel and then um her channel's awesome Food and processing uh, plants st still a coincidence Would yes that that, the... that's the one okay. yep yep all right thank well, you so much thank okay. you man godspeed right, to uh your wife night. on the game show and godspeed to you in your interactions with daily wire customer support all right thank you so much see you man bye-bye all right bye cody let's try cody again we'll see if we got it working cody are you there I can't hear anything. Can you? Oh, Cody lit up there. Cody, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there you go. Hey. What's on your mind? Well, my computer crashed twice and now I forgot. Oh, well. Um, Damn okay. it, Cody. Well, we can talk uh, We can talk more. Alec Baldwin finally oh, yeah. got charged for uh, murder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the charges are formally is. filed now. Yeah. Do you have thoughts on, uh, on Alec's situation? Well, I sent you an email, I don't know if you got it or not, about how easy it is to see if a revolver is loaded from the side of the fucking gun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess his assumption it's was that it was loaded with I, blanks or, or what? I don't know. I assume... Well, you could see if it's loaded with anything at least. Yeah, but... yeah. Although there probably shouldn't have even been blanks in it at the time, I assume, because if I understand the context correctly, they were not actually shooting a, a scene or filming a scene, for lack of a better word. They were As rehearsing I, or like setting up shots. They were not actually, there was no recording of what happened, obviously. As I understand it, the, not the armorer, but the other guy handed him the gun and said it was an empty gun, a cold gun. Yeah, right. That's, I have heard that. You're right. They used the phrase or the, the term cold to describe nothing yeah. in uh, the chamber. And you can see from the side of a gun whether or not it's got brass in it, but specifically a revolver. Yeah, I I'm left to assume that basically he had zero firearm knowledge and that's his entire defense. I had basically zero firearm knowledge and I trusted other people to have that knowledge and they failed. Complicating matters for him is he was at least partially in charge of hiring and and maintaining those people. That and it doesn't matter whether or not you have the knowledge, you never pass that off to someone else. Yeah, it, it I I, I I understand people who make the argument and say, well, you don't want actors to be your gun experts. And, and I agree. They, they probably shouldn't be the armorer in charge or the prop master in charge. But the, the obvious Layers counter, of safety, though. Yeah. What's the problem with having duplication there? What's the problem with the actor knowing 
how to do these safety checks. And people treat it like you need a, some four-year college degree in gunology to understand basic checks to see if to see if there's yeah. anything in the chamber, to understand that if you're going to point it at a person, which you generally should never do unless you intend to shoot that person for justified reasons in real life. But if you have to point it at a person for the purposes of the of the movie, there's certainly no problem with having duplication in the safety checks. So I've never never really understood that argument. It's not like they have to pay another person. They already have the armor. It takes Alec Baldwin 15 minutes to an hour of a safety course paying attention to understand how to properly handle these things. Yep. That probably is the problem, yeah. He has to care about guns, and he hates them, so yeah. that makes him a hypocrite. Well, uh, I assume he hates them even so more funny. now. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, except for the woman that died, that's kind of unfortunate. Well, I, I, yeah. yeah, I can find humor in this still. It's, well, aren't you <laughs> pregnant, blonde? Come on. No, I'm not pregnant. I just, I, li- I actually did have norovirus. Can't I vomit on stream without all the speculation? I only if I get to see it. <laughs> Obviously, I, I feel bad for for the family, and I feel bad for the kid that's in this situation. Um, how weird is it going to be for that kid to grow up knowing Alec Baldwin killed my mom? Yeah, that, that's just a, a bizarre. Not that it's easy for anyone to lose the, their mom at a young age. But this is just such a weird situation, too. Alec Baldwin shot my mom. What a weird story. This is story. what happens when women work. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it would have been better if she they, had they stayed shot home. By Alec it really Baldwin. is her fault. <laughs> just like Alec Baldwin said, she told him to point it. She did do that. Yeah. Well, the other safety officer was a man, so women aren't all to blame. Yeah, they. Well, oh, I know. That's true. You're rolling the dice with uh, with a chick armorer hired for nepotism, too. That's... Uh, uh, they, Gutierrez they sh- Reed sounds there's like, like there's a minority angle there too. <laughs> all around, everybody deserved this, right? I think we can all agree. <laughs> everybody <laughs> deserved. Uh, yeah, mm, no. I'm, I'm, I might say that some people didn't, but don't cuck on this. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you have any final thoughts on uh, the Baldwin stuff? Uh, yeah, I'll call the Baldwin killed the person. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, that's correct. He did. <laughs> Uh, get out of here, Cody. Right. Have a great All night. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah. We should probably only take one more call because we have, we're, yeah. we got blasted with questions. I don't know what happened. That's true. Um, it, it fittingly goes to Phil. Phil? Phil, are you there? Phil? Did Phil fall asleep? Hello? Oh, there we go. Hey, buddy. There. Phil, what's on Yeah, no, my... My mic seems to be not connecting as fast as sometimes, but well, anywho. Is this our Wait. naughty Phil? Yes, it is. This it? is the only Phil. Okay. There yeah. are multiple Phil's. We Who's don't have only Phil? one Phil. No, there's not. Yeah, there's <laughs> only me. There's no there's no second guy. We do this like every third call of mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every time. Yeah. The, the other Phil <laughs> will have to reveal himself before I believe in him. Yeah, really? Yeah, for anyway. sure. All right. What's, on, what's in your hateful yeah. heart tonight? Have you guys seen the, uh, so this is going to be a Jordan Peterson uh, shit fest, but um, did you see the headline the other day that Jordan Peterson had, uh, up yours, how do they put it, called for the U.S. government to uh, upset the apple cart in Iran? I did see that. Uh, No, I did not. Force a a government change. I'm sure he didn't say Um, that. 
It was, uh, well, he said it would send a message to totalitarian tyrants everywhere if we were to take out these particular totalitarian tyrants. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. sort of your standard issue neocon boilerplate where it's, uh, look, we got to go fight them there so that we can give them liberal democracy and they can have, you know, gay pride parades and whatever else. Jordan Peterson said this about Iran, basically. Yes. Okay. Well, he didn't say the gay pride parades bit. I'm adding well, that. I, it yeah. was it we was basically that, we should we all know that's what ends up. We should happening. consider regime change in Iran is was the tweet. Right. That's uh, insane. Let me look at his Twitter. I mean, it is. But look, seeing as who his boss is now, you know, it's not that surprising. Um, <laughs> but part of this is like part of this 90 minute interview he's doing with this Iranian who's uh, hiding out in the U.S. because they pissed off their own government. Um, and this, you know, activist from Iran is call, is helping him call for uh, us to go, you know, spend American blood and treasure in his homeland. It's like, you can't be the only one that's sick and tired of these ethnic activists calling for American soldiers to go die in yeah. their homelands. It's just ridiculous. Um, part of, I'm kind of set off right now just because of that whole thing. But. I know he's always talking about upholding upholding freedoms across the world too, and he's not interventionist in any other aspect. I'm sure. I'm kind of surprised right. that he said I'm, something about this. I guess not. I guess not. Again, see who his boss is. Yeah, but it just, it's infuriating to me that he, he's he's always going on about the internet and nons being a problem. The uh, American soldiers, which a lot of them are young white men, have to go fight and die in the desert, but we can't have our own country because, uh, you know, how many different reasons why we can't have our own country. Uh, and to pile it, on right. top of all that, like today being the first day of our holiest month of the year. You know, of course. It, all where the worship where we worship is all day long. All the uh, the Internet avatars changed. And uh, I've, I, I, I didn't even properly acknowledge Black History Month to start the stream that was my mistake shame on you vlog yourself but that that is the defense i hear from people on jordan peterson because why do why does blonde hate jordan peterson so much if just overlook the stuff that he said i mean he's done so much for young white men like all all that he's really done is like acknowledge that there's a demographic problem that is probably caused by by feminism like not not necessarily like white white demographic problem i'm talking about like in terms of, of gender inequality um, but what he, is. but what he's done for white men has, uh, clearly been negative. I mean, look at the policies that he's, that he's supporting. How would, how would that end up for white men? A regime change in Iran yes. would be a fucking disaster. I don't know that I would say net negative, but I would say that he's had some policy ideas that I think are, are badly questionable. Yeah. Right. But, but uh, on the other side of it though, I think that he has been. We've had. I, I won't revisit this because um, we've talked about it a million times, and we don't need to go through it again. But it's I, important. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dismiss. It is important. I wouldn't dismiss the value he has provided to disaffected young men entirely. I think that. Uh, I think he's done a. I think he's provided a lot of value in that way, and I think he's had some questionable takes on matters of policy, both Twitter and international, lately. Um, I take your point that they would be damaging <laughs> if realized, but on the other side of it, uh, I. I but no, I no, gotta push he, back on this questionable take thing. Yeah, like if he's constantly making the same questionable take, at some point, like he's being nefarious. Like he, he is. has said well, in the past, like one of his number one goals is to de-radicalize uh, what ends up being young white men. You know, and so isn't isn't that what he's doing though? To us. 
what people yes. do when they're trying to radicalize somebody is is they um or do radicalize somebody is they acknowledge something that's true and he, so so what he's done is he has acknowledged the truth that there is a population of disaffected young white men that don't deserve what's happened to them they're, they're mm. not being handed the world that, that, that they that they deserve that they've earned um we're yes. getting what they need to survive so he's acknowledging that and people are like well he gives you the tools to become better he really doesn't because what the tools that young men need to become better is to develop a sense of ferocious masculinity and if he were truly masculine if he were truly a masculine leader he would he would do that by leading but he doesn't do that because he fundamentally is a beta male. He's got this whore daughter. His wife is super masculine. He's crying online all the time about God knows what, you uh, are you know, dude. drug addict. Whoops, I hit he's the got, wrong one. I meant this one. Sorry. He's, you, he's got major beta male tendencies, which is fine. Yeah. But he's acting like he's fucking leader of men or something like that. You know, it's insane. Well, um, I guess I could grant your point that, well... If you want to take the the approach or take the perspective that there's more speaking than doing, I'm not sure I agree with that. I don't have full, a problem with that necessarily. He, on the topic of masculinity, he, the, the one quote that he has that will always stick with me, and I'll probably butcher it, but it, it's about um, being a man is is being an absolute monster, but having it under control. And that that's a thought that is always that's one that always sticks in my head. It's like you need to be capable of horrific things but have the moral conscience and the restraint to know when or if they are properly destroyed. To your point, am I going to bet on Jordan Peterson to absolutely manhandle somebody in some sort of uh, future war? No, but the, the philosophy that gets into a young man's head to become and realize that I don't want to dismiss as without value. I think it's of high value, even if the messenger is somewhat flawed. Somewhat flawed, but I think that he has nefarious intentions. And that's why I talk about this all the time. Because yeah, I don't I know that right his there. heart is in the right place. I wouldn't go that far, but that's that's a kind of a perception judgment call. Like, do you trust this person or not? And Fuck so, no. Yeah, that's I mean, it. I don't, but I haven't yeah. for a lot, several years now. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I don't know that there's much I could say to persuade or or to tell you that you should or something like that i'm not uh, he's not the sort of person that i trust i don't know him personally it's hard for me to trust anyone i don't know personally in full but yeah man uh, slay your heroes as somebody who has had a lot of heroes that they've met online like i used to hold these people to this high level like do you remember how how um fawning i was when we met milo and stuff do not put faith in any internet folk Nobody has their shit together when you meet them in person. It's always disappointing. One hundred percent of the time, I have my shit together. You do to a to a fault. You I impress everyone do. I meet. You heard? <laughs> How dare you? Anyway, all right, Phil. I, I well, have to give anyway. you a chance to get one last. Uh, you have to take one last dump on Jordan Peterson if you'd like. Uh, not really. Just uh, if there is any <laughs> young white men out, if there is any young white men out there that are worried about uh, things that are going on, you can always DM me, and I'll try to give advice, not Jordan Peterson style advice. Well, there you go. Not Fed posty advice. Still is the masculine but, uh, leader of men that Jordan Peterson wishes to be. Yeah. I'm but, just some random guy on the internet. I don't want to misconstrue, but like, I also don't want people following the Pied Piper to their death. So we're all some random guy on the internet, anyway. pretty much. That's Phil88 on the Discord server. I assume that if, if people legitimately wanted to contact you, that's the way to do it, or is there a, a way you prefer? I would say Discord, yeah. Okay. That's about as close Find as him in the server. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
Bye-bye. Yep. Have a good one. We are behind time, but we do have one more waiting. How about just a quick last word? Damn you straight to hell. Is that wait, what what is the Jordan Peterson quote? What does he say in that sounder? I don't have it open. Oh, uh, I have uh, well, I only have two. I have the up yours one. And then up uh, yours. I have the you absolute son of a bitch one. Those are the only two you, I see. You, you absolute, absolute son, of, son, of, son, of, son of, a of a bitch. That one. Yeah. Uh, Beezer, we are way behind time, so I hate to be brief with you, but I probably can only offer about a minute if you'd like to take it. Okay. Uh, if it's uh, rather short, uh, I just wanted to make some comments and get your feedback on sure. uh, some of the differences with Canada um, in regards to the situation in the United States. Like, for example, here, here's a little quiz question for you. What percentage of Canada's population was not born in Canada? Ooh, uh, 30%? I'll guess... I'm going to go low. I'm going to guess 10. What about you, Bond? 30 is my guess. Well, it's in between. It's 23%. Hmm. Oh. Price is right rules. I'm out. No. Well, still, it's uh, it's a bit of an issue if you're if you're thinking about like preserving like national identity and things like that. Yeah. Quarter of people. Good God. Where are they coming from? all over lots of lots of people are coming from india lots of people are coming from china lots of people are coming from all over the world it's uh oh yeah i've been to vancouver i forgot it's uh china yeah i thought you loved vancouver i did it was so clean and orderly but i like asian what a lot and even the low tier asians according to your own hierarchy i like your chinese your koreans your japanese end of list oh and taiwanese of course well, wait, what other Asians are there who are excluded? I mean, I'm not into the Vietnamese oh, or okay. Filipino, you know. Got it. Jungle Asians. We've talked about this. The jungle with the program. ones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This can't be what you want to talk about, uh, proceed. What, what oh, else no, about uh, Canadians? The, yeah, the, the other thing is, uh, you know how you guys have your, your uh, First Amendment? Yes. Do you know what the first, like the Article 1 of the Canadian Constitution is the right to maple syrup. No, the mandate to put your milk in bags. Bags? They, that's how they do it. Yeah, yeah, what we the do hell? milk in bags. The right to poutine. No, it's a, a little bit more uh, depressing than all of that. Okay. Uh, Article one of our Constitution reads: uh, the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms guarantees the rights and freedoms set out in it subject only to such reasonable limits prescribed by law and can be demonstrably justified in a free society. What the fuck does that mean? That's a bunch of nonsense saying that uh, the government can do whatever they want, provided that it's considered reasonable in some subjective sense. Yikes. Oh, you guys are toast. Yeah, that's our constitution. And then like all of the other uh, like the fundamental freedoms like conscience of religion thought belief opinion expression all that kind of stuff all of that is sandwiched into article two and then it just moves on to a whole bunch of other stuff Hmm. i don't know our constitution's not protecting us so i guess i have no right to judge you well it's the difference between uh like i really respect the american constitution and it was like it seems like so much more thought was put into it in terms of fundamental ideology like um like principles, underlying principles, rather than the Canadian version, which is very hand wavy and oh, so long as it's 
uh, something that uh, contributes to good government and what a reasonable person would do, which is completely arbitrary. That's true. But both of our countries lack border integrity. So we're equally fucked, irrespective of what our constitutions say. So, you know, it doesn't really matter, does it? Well, I, I I would at least like the idea of the uh, the government having to jump through hoops in order to uh, claim, oh, no, 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 we're not actually violating your fundamental freedoms. We're yeah, really. the Canadian version going, oh, no, 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 it's this is a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. Justin Trudeau's judgment position. of reasonable is a that's a scary prospect. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So how would you Although I wish our president had done blackface. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that is a bit amusing. Sorry, did you have a, a last we can do one more? Oh, yeah, uh, just uh, just thinking what 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 how would you like what would your idea for how to go about fixing that if you could <laughs> <laughs> how to go about fixing Canada? I said one minute. Um <laughs> well, well no, like that, no, that's my like final thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm, I'm signing I'm just off. Kidding. It's not fixing Canada, it's just dealing with the constitution like getting the constitution you have to, to update it just like our country and and uh to blonde's point that that maybe it's foolish to think that these pieces of paper are helping us regardless it, uh, until you have a culture that upholds those pieces of paper they don't really matter anyway so i uh, it's I, I don't think it's as simple as even putting better politicians in or something like that we have to have an entire cultural reformation of people who understand and internalize these values and 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 commit them to i don't know just just commit to upholding them to 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 restore these things otherwise it doesn't like the piece of paper it might be silly it might be truthful but without the culture that backs it it is entirely meaningless and that's a, a monumental lift that we all like to think that we're doing our part to contribute to every day but <laughs> i don't we maybe i convinced one or two people today i only have um Hundreds of millions more, but I will get there. I wish I had better advice than that. But until the until cultural values change, pieces of paper don't matter. And it's it's very difficult in a very uh, non homogenous uh, country. Yeah, maintain a cultural uh, cohesion. Yeah, it just is uh, impossible. It's not possible. Just uh, yeah. Well, head on down to the Indian restaurant or whatever, and start evangelizing yeah really <laughs> anyway thank you for right. the call man godspeed to your Thanks. country and ours for that matter yep Thanks, here's hoping okay that will uh, do it on calls tonight appreciate everybody who called in if you were looking to participate but you weren't able to or you'd like to participate but you can't do it live of course you can send us an email question the one and only way to do that is through the contact page of the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. Yeah. Look for the call-in show mm-hmm. question form. That's how we take these questions at the end of the stream each week, as we will now. Blonde mentioned we do have a decent volume, so we're going to have to do the rule of one response each, even though I always break the rule when I say I'm going to commit to it. But in the interest of time, we will do that tonight. Carge African-American. I just read the town hall story in the affidavit in the two dads case. My only question is this. These guys seem to know they could find pedophiles on Grindr who were willing to join in this family bonding time. Why doesn't anyone seem to notice that this community clearly at best covers up this kind of behavior, but more likely is pushing to encourage it? Do you think that this will go from a rare tragedy to shout it out loud and proud 
do you think it'll have that kind of change? Uh, like abortion, like happened with abortion or abortion became. I do. Oh, sorry. If I think it's if so. If so, do you think this should be the straw that breaks? Can I read? If so, do you think this could be the straw that makes, breaks the camel's back? <laughs> this is the worst read ever. It's okay. It's okay. Could. <clears throat> if so, do you think this could be the straw that breaks the camel's back? On barely remaining peaceful Americans. Ah, like if, if pedophilia becomes normalized through. Yeah. Grindr, well, I think yeah. this is becoming so obvious to the general public, this, this homosexual pedophilic agenda. That's why um, the mainstream media has been going overtime for the last two decades to try to normalize homosexuality because they didn't want it to be associated with, um, aberrant behavior but now they can't do that anymore and so they've introduced this minor attractive person jargon to try to normalize um you know sodomy of a child i would like to say i predict any other outcome and after all i i was all on board with uh legal equality for marriage and other leave me alone type concepts because i thought the warnings that it will enable things like bestiality or pedophilia or whatever else i thought there was no logical reason that had to happen until these lobbyists show me that they finally had enough that's enough freedom that's enough equality we finally realized that we're going home now until you show me that you stop i'm going to assume the trend will continue and you will move on to normalizing and legalizing worse and worse things yeah so yeah i fully see it going in that direction my only thing is i i worry that it may not be enough to break that camel's back I, i think that i don't will open pedophile pride wake people up in the masses? I would like to say obviously yes, but I'm, I don't think it is obvious. I think that there's an uncomfortably large amount of society that is actually willing to accept that. Am I saying over 50%? No, but it's not zero. It's not close to zero where it should be. It is something higher. It's the old Molly Tibbet situation. Hey, faggots. Did you hear about what happened to both Brittany Venti and the quartering? They got locked out their Twitter accounts over calling out Eliza Blue lies. This thing has blown up so much that everyone now knows that Eliza Blue is a liar about being human trafficked. Yeah, I'm familiar with this story. I don't know. I just can't I just can't get a, a boner about this story because I didn't know who she was before. So I'm not attached. It's like, yeah, woman lies to get notoriety and attention. She did go on a lot of renowned shows to talk about being sex trafficked. I think she was on Shapiro and some other people shows. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it's all a bunch of shit, huh? So it's just like internet beef led people to dig into her and yeah. find out that she was a big liar too. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know anything about it cause I haven't followed the story, but if that's the case, uh, that's, that's pretty funny. As always, you can't trust a woman that has short hair. I don't know what you people expect. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep reading these. Yeah, okay. Chris M. Hey, faggots prior to the start of world war one, Germany told Austria that they would back whatever route they went this is supposed to be a proceed with caution and care statement. And Austria heard, go nuts. We have your back no matter what crazy shit you do. And we saw the result of that. Do you think this is a similar situation to what's happening in Ukraine with Slinsky? Oh, that's interesting. Well, unless I'm mistaken thus far, we have. Have we applied any conditions to our aid to Ukraine? These are things you cannot do. Implicitly, we have by saying we won't give you certain missiles. We've declined to give them. Uh, fighter jets and i think the idea there is we don't want them committing offensive acts 
we don't want to be know, a man. part of attacking Russia. It's defensive only. Maybe there's an implied boundary there, but as far as I'm aware, we have not said if you do this any if you do X, Y, or Z, we're cutting you off. I've yeah. not I've not seen that unless I'm mistaken. I mean, I reject this entire premise that Zelensky is making any unilateral decisions without uh, everything being in communion before he does it with the Western world. Probably. So do I think that's what's happening in Ukraine with Zelensky? No. I mean, I think that we are directing this war. Us. How much power does Zelensky actually even have? Yeah, it's interesting if that's what's happening because it's uh, you have the ability to well, I guess the only the, the pushback I might have on that is it, it, you're not doing any kind of there's not offensive activity. You're not going into to damage Russia other than fighting them off of your own territory. So yeah. if we were trying to harm Russia, well, maybe maybe that is the point of the direction. We just bring them into a conflict and wear them out through attrition, taking out their <laughs> guys and taking out their tanks well, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, either way, I guess it doesn't matter necessarily if it's Ukrainian terrain or Russian terrain. As long as you're weakening the military capability of Russia, it's to our benefit in theory. That is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. Um, be careful on this next question. <laughs> okay. Irish Catholic Caliphate Supreme Joe Biden and his big booty Jamaican slave owning prostitute? It gets worse. Oh, there's more to it? Oh, Look at that big ass. Look at that big juicy booty. Hello, fellow crackers. Have either of you thought about how... Okay, wait, let me. Okay, have I don't know you, what this other one means. How, how, so. how have either of you thought about how there may be reasons that Kanye disappeared, not okay. just because of what he said, but because he was actually waking people up? Well, and that story did get kicked out of the news fast. He has all but disappeared, but he's not gone because I've seen videos of him recently. Oh, really? What's he up to? I, uh, he, he I've got just married, seen him. Didn't he? I've seen him around. Like there was a video that was posted recently where someone was following him in a car. So he just parked his car, got out and grabbed a phone out of a woman's hand who was filming him and chucked it, which was Good really hilarious. Uh, there've been, uh, there've been some other, uh, things he's been spotted at. So he's not just gone. I'm actually not that conspiratorial about this now that's not to say that kanye hasn't been blacklisted by pretty much everybody at this point but he he has the ability to clearly he has the ability to speak his mind if he wants to um and he he i i I don't think that there was some power center that got to him and said you're going to shut up now i i I actually think he for reason for Uh. whatever reason he has decided to step aside for a minute because he's not totally gone either it's not he hasn't disappeared why would he make and certain then, like, appearances? And then, like, why would he others? stop after Alex Jones? At that point, it's just like, well, you've torpedoed your career. So it's like, I do think that he has made a choice to like voluntarily take a beat, right? That's kind of my sense, but I don't. Uh, I'm Unless not the Mossad Kanye has already follower. killed him, and it's just some Kanye. <laughs> he's uh, a clone walking around. Yeah, he's, he's a yeah. hologram. Yeah. Um, let's see, cheese maker. Are you surprised with how much nationwide attention the death of Tyree Nichols is getting? The five officers were black. It happened in Memphis, one of the most dangerous cities in the United States. Just seemed like normal black on black crime to me. Am I surprised? Um, No, not really. Because I think that um, the left is getting really confident in their ability to frame black on black crime as though whitey is still responsible for it. And they're really into the police brutality narrative. Like the 
they're really into that. But as you can see, there were no meaningful protests. I mean, I didn't see any black people like looting a Nike store. Like I didn't see any buildings burning to the ground like we saw in the summer of love. Right. Did you see any footage like that? There were spotty things. There were some arrests. There was some spotty damage, but it was not on the scale of 2020. It wasn't like a billion dollars of damage or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, this is a side point. I know it's not completely to your question because I, I agree with your points that I'm not necessarily surprised by this because it's a it's an anti-police angle. And if they can hijack yeah. it for that purpose, then they will. But um, I was mentioning on Sunday that that some of this just it it makes no sense that that five officers and now there were some more involved, but that they would participate in this insane beating and nobody appeared to have any reservations about it. There was a speculation, uh, Lauren Witzke claiming that she had some source saying that these guys, these cops were actual gang members. Now I've seen, and again, these are rumors, could be complete crap, but I saw some tweets from high profile figures yesterday claiming that one of the cops, baby mamas, also worked at FedEx with Tyree Nichols, and we know he worked at FedEx, and that those two banged. And there was some kind of personal beef between this cop and Tyree Nichols. Ah, and that's but why, why they, the other cops give a shit. Though. Well, maybe there is some kind of like gang element there where they are all in it together. And this is a personal beef thing. I, I, again, I have no evidence to say that that is the case other than the circumstances apparently of working at FedEx and someone's claim that they, that they hooked up. But, but I'm inclined to believe there is some sort of personal angle that explains this. I guess so. But like somebody banging the same slut as somebody else isn't a reason for like your buddy to beat him to death. You know, I don't know. We have, we have all kinds of uh, gang murders in this country over much less. So that's true. I am projecting like my white sense of rationality on this. Crispy bacon says, (laughs) Eh. that's funny. That's a good clean one. That is. Yeah. Should states be allowed to decide whether an individual can end their life with assisted suicide? Uh, yes, on principle, states should be able to decide pretty much every matter of policy oh, within it's their states. It's the question about states. yeah within their yeah, own I border. Guess so. And do I have some objections? Certainly to just suicide outside of a terminal condition. It's debatable within the confines of a terminal condition to just it if it's just I don't like my life and someone helps. That's that's not a policy that I would want in my state that that physicians should just be helping people kill themselves in that situation. But again, do I want the federal government to come in and save the day against policies that I don't like? No, I don't want the federal government having that sort of power on any issue outside of uh, disputes between the states, handling our borders, our our international relations, all of those things that are properly prescribed by the Constitution. I know that um, that issues that seem very clearly black and white morally, like should murder be illegal? It's tempting to say, no, there ought to be a federal law and everyone has the same rule. Uh, you don't want to establish that because as soon as someone grabs that lever of power, they're going to wield it improperly. But the other thing I'll say is there are also, even if these things seem like moral, morally clear issues, there are still gradations of how you want to handle that crime. Let's say that we agree that that this should be a crime. The question is who's punished and how severely do you want everyone in California to tell you how to punish that doctor? If you think that he should be punished or do you want to decide that yourself with the residents of your state? That's why you have to reserve that state autonomy, 
even if it means that your state selects crappy policy, but at least you can go to the states that don't. I know my instinct is to reject what you just said, but I know you're right. Um, Sleuthing Sloth, we've recently found out we're having a daughter. Oh, I'm super excited, but I have no idea what to expect. Blonde, do you have any advice for raising a daughter? I want to keep her away from the feminist nonsense that I stupidly fell for earlier in life. Um, I don't know. My daughter's only two, so it's it's hard to know if I'm instilling the kind of armor that she's going to need in order to um, avoid being propagandized. But one thing that I do is um, like I heavily lean into all girly instincts that she has, like every single one of them. Like she wants to play with my makeup. I'm totally into it. She wants to go shopping. I'm like, all right. She wants to wear pink frilly dresses and pretend everything is a baby. Like I am there for her at every step of the way. And I just reinforce stuff like that um, as much as I possibly can. And then like right now she's kind of into dinosaurs and stuff. And like, I try to, dinosaurs are cool no i I get you yeah i know but i'm like i want her to it it is kind of a masculine like boys are obsessed with dinosaurs Mm -hmm. so i try to be like read this book about kittens or whatever (laughs) i and i have no experience in this uh raising a daughter topic hopefully that'll change one day or maybe not maybe i don't want to raise daughters i don't know but nonetheless congratulations i remember sleuthing sloth when you were messaging us with uh asking for ideas to get your uh, would-be husband to propose and things like that and, and now, now you did it are. you've baby trapped him yeah. now you can divorce rape him and um take all of his assets congratulations and hope this uh, i hope this is uh just the first kid in a big family yep me too congratulations mr squiggly says one of those objective morality questions everyone loves well i don't know about Uh-oh. everyone but i do when, if ever, is it appropriate to kill someone purely over property? Is there a dollar amount, a sentimental value? Also, a shout out to my uh, first girl, Penelope, who was born on the 26th. Well, this is a, a philosophical question that I struggle with a little bit because there's a part of me that um, that would say, like in the, in the context of the property that is a home, a home invasion itself, you have surrendered your right to live at that point. You invade yeah. my home. I don't know what you're doing. Even if you haven't presented me with a lethal threat, as in pointing a gun at me or coming at me with a baseball bat, you're in my house rummaging around after breaking in. I'm not taking risks. I think as a moral matter, you should be justified. That's not about property, though. In eliminating that risk. Maybe that isn't just about property. Let's say I find someone out in my driveway rummaging through my car. Would I be justified in presenting a lethal threat against that person? Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't... I understand that we should accept as a moral premise that life is more valuable than property, but property is itself an inherent right as well and ought to be protected uh, and respected by law. And I, I, I don't, when someone has their property threatened in that way, I guess what I want to avoid is someone having to make this calculation of like, well, are they really doing this or not that like, yeah. Broad, broad level. I want a society that if you're breaking into someone's shit, you should fear lethal force. Definitely. I think that's that's right. OK, I think we should back away from the legal question here. And actually, there was a great uh, scene in 1923 about this because hmm. um, Harrison Ford kills a whole bunch of people that allow their animals to graze on his property. Yeah. I, yeah, um, that's right. And I think that we should live in a society where before you make these decisions, you think about what you're able to live with. And if your livelihood is dependent on the cultivation of your property, 
and somebody is invading your property, then I think you could probably live with yourself for killing somebody for infringing upon that right. But if Mm. they're trying to steal your car, I don't know that I'd be able to live with myself. I get the distinction that you're making. One is a threat to your ability to provide for yourself and your family. The other is like, well, I don't know. I mean, it depends too. What if I'm like, what if my car is my livelihood? You know? Um, yeah. 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 I know. I don't know. Um, I, I hate to punt the question. To be honest, this question is a little too advanced for me to take at the moment, given our time constraints and given the fried nature of my brain, I will file this in things I need to think about on a deeper level to find those lines. Um, he's laying in bed at night. But as a general rule, like I, if you want to fuck around with people's property by intentionally breaking into things, intentionally steal things, you should fear death. That's true. And I think yeah, that's but, perfectly but that, morally square. I want people to have the deterrent. Yeah. I don't want people to have the moral allowance, though. Hmm. Um, DeSantis, mega QAnon for life, boomer pride. Matt, do your core principles agree or disagree with DeSantis' recent move to block CRT from being taught in state colleges? Why or why not? Disclaimer, I don't want this question to get lost in the nuance of the DeSantis situation. So put another way in general, do your principles align with blocking professors from teaching certain things to adults who consent to that education? Don't cuck, bro. What's the definition of cuck in this context? Uh, I don't know the the specific CRT curriculum, so I have to acknowledge that. I mean, uh, and as a general, in the general sense, do I believe in or buy critical race theory? No. Uh, I also don't know what this exact lesson plan is, but if I understand correctly, this is state control of state curriculum. Mm-hmm. Do I have a problem with that? No, it's it's their it's their school. It's their curriculum. It's their uh, it's their decision what they want to teach in this place for me to say whether if, if I would if I would want that curriculum in my state schools or not, I would only be knee jerk guessing based on the title that's been assigned to it of critical race theory. Yeah, I, I know yeah. that may sound like cocking. I don't know a damn thing about this curriculum. I saw that they had like black queer studies in it or something. Or maybe this was the AP classes he was talking about in high school. It might be different. But um, but if you're asking me, am I fine with the state deciding what it will and will not teach in its state schools and its state colleges? Yeah, sure. Um, that the caveat that I don't want federal government control of these things. It's a Florida decision for Floridians. Um, and, uh, and, and the only other thing I'll say about this too, I don't know if this is what you're getting at, uh, to Mr. DeSantis, uh, question asker guy, but frequently <laughs> whenever there are restrictions in what will or will not be in school curriculum, you get the sort of free speech pushback, which I have always thought is kind of bizarre because there's going to be curation of educational content in every single education is not throwing every book in the world at you and saying, figure it out for yourself. That's not education. It's curated. It's designed. Of course. And as long as um, the people who are designing that education system have the right to do it, in this case, it's the state of Florida, uh, duly elected officials elected for this purpose. Um, Now, if they, I don't have a problem with that there. They have the right to make that curation. If, if you started imposing this, if you, I would have more of a problem with it. If the state said you can't have a private institution that talks about this issue or, or tries to teach this concept, I would have a huge problem with that. But as far as I understand, that's not what we're talking about here. It's the state handling its own state affairs. Yeah. I know this wasn't, this question wasn't for me, but if the, um, if the objective is to curb, uh, 
the propaganda and uh, the youth being propagandized a better way. I hate to free market capitalist cuck on this, but <laughs> a better way to deal with this is, is to allow the free market and jobs to um, choose the most qualified individuals, like to allow meritocracy to re return to the marketplace because then higher education will just collapse. People that learn this shit will not be useful employees anymore. Thank you. And if I didn't, if I didn't get your uh, to the spirit of your question, uh, follow up. And if I cucked, bro, feel free to follow up as well. Am I a white supremacist? I can't imagine being okay with a future where white people don't exist. It saddens me deeply at a fundamental level. Joel Berry of the Babylon Bee and other conservatives have expressed views welcoming this as a reality. Can you help me understand their mindset at all, or steel man their position? What are your views on the subject? Um, sure. Um, I'd have to guess at their views, but I could try. I haven't heard exactly what they said. Uh, I also haven't heard Babylon be any, uh, but I, I can steel man this position, especially from the American perspective. Um, I hear a lot from uh, constitutional conservatives that we should all be bound under one ideology, that all of us are European mutts of multiple mixed heritage, which is a term that I that I positively hate um, and that we should value ideology more than we value superficial characteristics. Um, but for people that care about their lineage, their ancestry, their heritage, um, race is not a superficial characteristic. It comes with a, a myriad of, um, of qualities that make you who you are, not just what you look like, but uh, you know, it's it's the struggles of your of your people, and for people that think of of race like that, uh, they find this this position that that whiteness should be eradicated um, to be offensive, fundamentally offensive. But Americans aren't married to their race in the way that other people are, right? I, I think that white Americans are unique in that perspective. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a, a, a sense of race consciousness of other countries, obviously, but I, I'm, I'm sure that could be the case. And there are, I suppose steel manning this is sort of my own perspective. Maybe they're slightly distinct, but as we've discussed many times, I care about values more than I care about race. The other side of that, though, is I, I can't sit here and deny that those two things tend to strongly correlate. And that is not to say that, um, that I would rather live as we've talked about before, would I rather live with a bunch of like white leftist commie Antifa people or non-white people who firmly believe in the sort of constitutional and moral values that, that I believe in. Yes. I'm going to take the moral considerations over racial considerations well, of course but, but we would never be in that situation that's the thing is yeah these things correlate in the opposite direction there's yeah. a reason why things like the black vote are phrases and i don't take any joy in that because i frankly have no desire to be racially tribalistic i'm interested in my heritage i think it's cool uh, i'd like to learn more about it and i'd like to go to northern europe someday and experience that but it's not of crucial importance to me in terms of having neighbors that have the right sets of values that's what's more important I, I, so i don't dispute the idea that at least i personally don't dispute the idea that values are more important than racial identity so long as it doesn't deny that the correlation strongly exists and right. I, I don't say that to write off non-white people i want to 
convince everybody of what I believe to be the proper set of values, because I think not because I want to impose on them, but because I think it leads to the best, happiest, most fulfilled lives. I just can't deny that it, for whatever reason, it tends not to work out that way, that sets of values tend to break along racial lines because I wish that wasn't the case, but it, it but just, it's, it's not is. just happenstance. Like there, yeah. there are reasons, uh, there are reasons that we do break on ideological lines and there's a racial association. I mean, it, it, it's not like it just fall, the, the, the chips fall this way. Um, it's, it's because of our lineage and the things that I discussed earlier. Um, but I think that the issue that people like Matt, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that, that people like you have, um, is that you believe that values are more important than race but you're also a truth seeker. And so you have to acknowledge that these correlations exist because it's just, it's just fundamentally too dishonest to act like they don't exist. Yeah. I I certainly am not going to tell you that, uh, that say like a, a, a wide open immigration policy is not going to have severe consequences. So long as somehow all of those people love James Madison or something right, like that. Right, right, right. It's a, it's a fantasy world to think that that's the case. Now I hope to convince them that James Madison was awesome, but uh, it's going to take some time. <laughs> and I think not, the, not the way you and I differ is you probably don't care why there are differences because you're dealing with the same outcome. But like, I, I really care why I would like to know why I, I, I sense that you're probably not wrong, that there's some kind of, genetic or biological determinant uh i I could believe that that's it's an unsettling question though because people don't want to believe that their lineage or these factors that are outside of their control um dictate their fate unless it comes to a victim oppression narrative yeah so i i don't know it's it's a dicey question like it's it's hard it's hard to be like my fate may be to some degree predetermined by the decisions of my ancestors. <laughs> I think, well, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's probably, I'm already breaking the rules that I, I was supposed to do one answer here. I am. Well, this is a really interesting. Yeah. Question, I, I, so. I, um, no, I'll just leave it at that. I think I've said pretty much everything I, I had on my mind about this, okay. but uh, I appreciate the question. Of course. This is from miracles. Would it be reasonable to say that you see the only hope for this country is essentially a miracle from on high revival, et cetera. I believe this was the case when I called in and spoke with you a while back. Do you think he's talking to me? Probably. Uh, or I said something very similar just a little while ago. So maybe it's about me. I don't know. Has this kind of thinking pushed you deeper into wanting to know God as he's the only being that could grant such a miracle. <laughs> if not, I hope this question stirs you to true repentance, faith and prayer. I don't know who this is too. So I guess I'll answer it. Um, yes, yes. And what I have learned through searching and through questioning God about, about this societal collapse is that, um, the miracle may be the collapse, right? We, we don't know what's going to follow. We don't know what's going to follow. So I, I, you know, like all things in life, you, um, you know, I had a miscarriage and I was like begging for God to save this baby, save this baby. But the next baby will be the baby that I'm like, how could I live without this baby? So you don't know if what you're asking for God from God is going to bring you happiness or contentment or destroy you. And I think that that's what I'm trying to keep in mind when like I beg for a miracle that it might not be a miracle. It might be a horror show. Yeah. I have no perspective. Uh, 
I I don't know that my my search for God is in search of a miracle solution necessarily, though that may be a nice bonus if such a prospect is offered. For me, it's the slow and steady realization that that morality, the concept of right and wrong, cannot simply be whatever we as humans sit down and decide right, to call it, yeah. whether we do it with a 50% vote or we do it with a king's decree or however else, that as we've become more and more non-traditional would be the kind <laughs> way to put it or degenerate yeah. would be the realistic or accurate way to put it that there's something in me that says no no this is this is wrong this is anti-nature this is well this is wrong but i, I but why why the, the why, why question okay. i sort of realized i don't necessarily have a great answer to that i can just sort of tell or even feel even though i don't like to go by feelings but there's just something instinctively You'd call it your conscience in most contexts where you think this is this isn't right. Why? What's prompting that thought in me? Where did that come from? And I have to for the for the world to make sense morally, there has to be some rule to it, some framework to it, some order to it that had to come from somewhere. That's the God concept. That's why I look because the idea that morality is nothing more than those in power making decisions about what the definition of it is. That's a chaos nonsense world where we all get abused. And maybe it's as simple as that. I hope it's not. I, I, I just, I have some, dare I say faith, that that is not the state of the world, that there's some order to the world beyond us. And that's what I keep searching for. Yep. Mr. Ed, do conservatives give too much leeway to corporations? Um, I, Probably, yeah. I would, I would say, say that. that I try to be as consistent in applying my my morality, my principles, my rules, if they're even mine, to the point of the prior question, morality, principles, and rules in general, to people as I do corporations. And I know that that is sometimes um, controversial within sort of the the spectrum of our viewers. But to me, corporations fundamentally are organizations of people. They should have all the same rights as any individual person. They're just a voluntary group of them. Where you get into problems is, and where they're different from the individual, they have uh, a lot of power. They have a lot of money. They have a lot of influence. Sometimes they have a lot of control over a particular industry or product. Uh, to me, that just that doesn't necessarily change their rights, though. And, and those sorts of uh, powers can make you, well, they can corrupt, like power in any other context, I suppose. But but that's, I suppose, why I why I am probably more forgiving than maybe some other people are, where they think that corporations need to have their rights constrained in a way that maybe individuals do not. That's probably where uh, the 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 pushback enters. I don't know. It is something of an unholy alliance, though, and that's really the issue that I that I have. It's like. It's like how lobbyists um, behave. Uh, conservatives uh, in the political realm, they're they're always thinking about corporate donations. And so they allow these these awful the corporations to do awful things. Look the other way. Yeah, it's that's kind of a chicken or the egg problem, too. It's like did that's uh, true, yeah. when you have a increasingly powerful D.C., you have an, an industry need to go there and lobby. If DC wasn't as powerful as it is, there wouldn't be the lobbying forces that there are. That's not to say that corporations wouldn't have power. 
they would have power regardless uh, to some degree. The question is, the question is not, do they have power or not? I suppose the question is, do they have power justifiably or not? Have they earned what they have or have they taken it? Have they stolen it? Have they obtained it through some kind of illicit means? And as long as you are not um, abusing the rights of others in building your wealth, you're generally not going to have, I'm not going to have a moral problem with you. So long as, so long as you're not violating the rights of others, but um, corporations do that all the time. Uh, like look at what DuPont did. Yeah, they uh, they they poison people. We're just being poisoned by our environment constantly. Um, well, oversight is poor. They're bribing government government uh, officials to overlook major FDA violations. Well, yeah, those like are that. those are all sorts of abuses, though. I suppose those are yeah. like if you are. I'm not saying that you can't have any environmental laws. I would like. Again, those things to be handled by the states, not the EPA. But um, nah, I don't know about that. You, you're going to cuck for the EPA? Well, no, but some um, some of these things have to be federal law because mm. of the nature of of having a contiguous body of land. You let's ha- if severely, you have streams, let's severely limit. You might have a dispute between states at that point. To your point, but yeah, but if you if you have no environmental regulations downstream uh or upstream in a state where dupont is is dumping a bunch of forever chemicals and then it's it's getting into um that state would also have to be okay with it by the way though like that whatever state is upstream would have to be like it's awesome we love it which is possible i suppose what downstream no the upstate state would have to be like we dump more dupont it's great we love it yeah but there are going to be casualties unless it's, it's federally regulated there let's uh let's severely curtail the epa how about that okay. we want to have like interstate battles over water rights all right maybe i can if there's any it, but... government agency that should exist it's the epa I, they do some stuff i don't like the epa but there some are stuff. some no no no. i i don't like the epa i generally it needs to be disbanded yeah. but like if i could create federal programs that should exist one of them would be involve environmental protection on a national. It's the most uh, goddamn faggy thing so you ever crazy? seen. Uh, I understand if where I you're give, coming if from. If I give the principles. federal government like five duties, they don't have to do schools. Like there's some Here, interstate commerce stuff. Well, there's he, some environmental well, interstate commerce stuff. itself has been uh, of interstate commerce has been the the pathway that the federal government has used to do just about any damn thing it wants, which is a problem yeah. in itself. To give as much credit to your position as I can, where there is a fight between states, that is generally a federal government domain. What I'm most concerned yeah. about is, let's say you decide to build your Idaho compound. You're squarely within the state of Idaho. You're squarely operating within the laws of the state of Idaho. But there's some endangered snowy owl or something like that. And the yeah. EPA is going to come in and say, sorry, you can't build that cabin because this is owl. Habitat they would they or some for sure abuse like their power. Yeah. 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 That, this is cases like that are not really an interstate conflict in any way. It's just, we've decided that of course the federal I mean, government has a domain here because of this animal or something like that. No. And I think that your situation is more likely to arise. However, uh, the federal government, if we curtailed their um their reach by 95 percent, and then we we could allot the five percent like and i could choose one of those would be national environment good enough i'll meet you there okay kitchen sink um uh 
Matt, is there any particular category of firearm that holds your fascination regardless of its practicality or real value? A kind you would correct or collect recreationally if money wasn't an issue. I have a soft spot for old 22s and shotguns. Brands like J.C. Higgins, Sears and Roebuck and other lower end brands. Relics of a bygone era era, uh, where you could walk into any hardware store and buy a firearm with a small wad of cash and a handshake. Often with better quality than is offered. Offered today. I'm not really a collector, so there's not uh, like a particular type of gun that uh, that I try to buy for those reasons, I suppose, like that I just have a, a unique fascination with. Um, you don't have any antique guns? Uh, I don't have any, by the legal definition, antique, no, as in like pre-1899. Uh, I have wanted to buy, because you can still buy those, those technically aren't firearms. You can still buy them and have them shipped to your door. I've wanted to buy like a you really? know, black powder pirate pistol and have it shipped to my door just because I can, but I have never done that. Not got into black powder. Um, the only gun that I, uh, I suppose there are some guns that I have just like a, a an emotional appreciation of because of video games. For example, <laughs> the MP5. Uh, absolutely awesome gun. Uh, I do have an MP5 clone and it's great. I don't have an HK because I'm not that wealthy, but I have an MP5 clone and it's a great gun. You know, the um, from Die Hard, he's running around with an MP5 yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time. Fantastic German engineering. Really cool. Uh, I also have an irrational love of the FN Scar, which I do not personally own. And it's certainly not even the greatest firearm of its type. Um, and I have barely ever handled one. But I just because of how cool they were in Call of Duty and I loved them so much in Call of Duty, there are certain guns that I just have that attachment to for irrational reasons that I might like to buy. Um, but that's, that's probably it. The only other guns I wish I could buy more of that I don't for cost reasons is revolvers. Maybe I should buy a commemorative Alec Baldwin, single action, whatever he was using. I don't know what caliber he, he was shooting. <laughs> if they, if somebody came out with an Alec Baldwin replica that had, uh, you know, some kind of memorial engraving, maybe I would pick yeah. that up. Um, revolvers are just, uh, I, 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 you know, I think they're cool, but they just t- they end up costing so much money that I've never got into them. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my answer. Not a great one, but uh, Godspeed you in your firearm collection. Oh, yeah. Ashwin. Hey, guys, do you guys know Tom Woods? In one of his podcasts long back, he made the argument that the U.S. in its founding was meant to be something like the EU during its founding, i.e. Confederation of Nations that have given up a limited number of powers as stipulated in the Constitution. The states, however, retain all the powers they haven't given up on, which imply that they have power to defy and override the federal government with regard to these powers and that their authority supersedes the federal authority with regard to these powers. Thoughts. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah. I don't know Tom Woods, but I don't know Tom uh, Woods either, but we clearly weren't meant to be a collection of nation states. Well, uh, n- not necessarily, not, not necessarily nation states. You know, yeah. we were supposed to be far more autonomous yeah. on the state level. And then the, the, the federation of the states was supposed to be looser. You know what I didn't know until today? I made good on my promise. I watched Razor Fist's Abraham Lincoln ah, video. I forgot. Which I would recommend. It's about an hour long. So it's a, it's a chunk of time. And as you would expect from Razor Fist, it's very dense. Uh, yeah. Not just in his kind of famous rant style, but it's very dense with factual information and historical references that you might not be keen on. And there were several in there that I personally was not one of which it was Virginia. And there were a couple other States 
when they joined the union, as in like in the colonial era, revolutionary war era, the founding of this country, they had uh, the right to leave the union as terms of their joining the union. I, 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 that really piqued my interest and I'm just taking razor fist word for it at this point. Cause I didn't go vet that claim myself, but if that's true, that when the union was formed, several states said on the condition that we can leave when we want. And then we still went after them with violence when they tried to leave, which is one of the major claims of his video. It's all, it's all about Lincoln being an American dictator for several reasons. That's just one example. Uh, I, I was always under the impression that this idea of of secession was kind of a, a constitutional or a legal unknown that we just didn't right. really answer that question. But if he is correct in his historical references and analysis, that question was answered. We just said no. And we, we shot. Said no. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but to the broad point of should this uh, has the balance of power between the federal government and the states gone totally haywire? Yes. And totally thinking about whether the principles of how you the principles of your individual rights or the principles of your group rights, like we were talking about with, with corporations or in this case states in every other individual association, like, do I want to hang out with this group of friends? Do I want to go to that church? Do I want to patronize this business or not? You have the right to association or not, as in you have the right to leave whenever you want, morally speaking, Right. This is one context where for some reason we say, no, you can't leave. And if you try to, we'll shoot you. We'll shoot you. We're talking about like the concept that you own someone else's labor previously is slavery. The concept that you can prevent someone from leaving, that's kidnapping. That's uh, false imprisonment. That's whatever term you want to want to use for wrongfully detaining a person. Now, I'm not saying that all states are in that situation because I'm sure that most, if not all of the states want to remain in the union voluntarily at this point. But let's say they don't. Let's say the state, let's say my fellow voters in the state of Montana, we decide we've had enough of the federal government bullshit and we would like to start our own autonomous nation. The idea that we can't or they'll shoot us is analogous to being confined within someone's home or something like that and then pointing a gun at me if I try to walk out the door. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. Maybe I should get him on my channel about this. Yeah, I kind of thought uh, maybe it'd be fun to have him on the Sunday stream too, and and we could talk about that too. My only concern is like, you know, our Sunday interviews tend to be a little briefer, Short. a little more compact, yeah. and I'm like, this is so dense. And of course, he has no trouble with words. <laughs> but uh, maybe, maybe I'll nab him uh, and see if he'll come on my channel. You guys harass him. Yeah, it, it would it would be fun. I I've certainly found it to be a a very interesting video that speaks to a lot of principles that I hold dear. So I'd recommend it to anybody. Well, Again, it's, I hate to do an on-air production meeting, but if we can get him on, why don't we do long form? We you can and I that. on my channel and yeah. then we can post 15 minutes. Only problem time. is I want to talk to him too. Yeah. So, so, oh yeah. Both so, of us on my oh, channel. Oh, as in I join. Oh, okay. Yeah. We could talk and about And then we do like, like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. Like uh, we could figure something out like that. Cool. Um, but I, again, it's, um, it's uh razor fist or rageaholic is his YouTube channel. Uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, American dictator is the name of the video it was posted like two weeks ago. I will ago. watch it. Yeah. Um, okay. I think you're up. All right. We're tight on time. So we might have to hustle through these last ones. Thanks uh, for your patience guys. Sorry about that. Uh, Jogger, Jigaboo, Moon Cricket, McEnward. 
You have the power to delete the feds, but at great personal cost. Matt, you must become a cyclist, outfit and all, and cycling must become your primary form of exercise for five years. Blonde, Ugh. you must spend five years working directly for Ben Shapiro as his personal <sighs> assistant, fetching fetching bagels. And what is what is this word? L O X S? I don't even know what that is. Is that some it's kind a of salmon? Uh, oh, is that a uh, a dish of the uh, a dish of the people? Rubbing the bald spot under his tiny hat and praising the little German candle regularly. Do you accept <laughs> these terms to free us all from the feds? If not, pick up a rifle and get to watering Jefferson Street. I actually do accept these terms. I accept these terms. Yeah. I accept. Uh, these I would terms. be a bad man, an unprincipled man. If I said, no, no, my personal hatred of um, of cycling is more important than all yeah. of your rights to be free from that's true. What, what is uh, and I just have to get him bagels. I don't have to have sex with him. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah, this, and and the thing that makes it especially easy for me, and I'm not picking at the hypothetical necessarily, but cycling for five years, like I can go back to normal after five years. Yeah, I mean, right, this I'll, is not so bad. I mean, I'm prepared to I'm prepared to uh, commit blasphemy and make myself the Jesus Christ of cycling sacrifices. <laughs> I will. I will accept that cross on behalf of everybody. All right. Yeah. All uh, right. He'll, he'll come back with a tougher example. Uh, cause you, and you're going to have to. You're going to have to really make it tough for us to say, no, no, please keep the feds intact. I'm going to delete this Convention of States update. Uh, ah, okay. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to Chris we'll, in a we'll second. Um, actually, um, could you leave it in there just because I want to read it and see what he said? Sure, sure. But uh, yeah. uh, dangerous spaces. Anyway, I'm really curious if you guys are interested in having any sort of Australian based experience, maybe. You'd like to try some Australian food, maybe seeing some sort of site the country is famous for. Maybe there's an event that we do hear that you one day would like to experience. Maybe you have something in mind for all these categories. Maybe there is something that I'm not covering in any of these categories. What, if anything, would you guys like to do here if ever given the chance? So my my parents and my um, brother and his wife went to Australia on this awesome trip. And they it was like 10 years ago. And they still talk about it all the time. They said the best seafood they've ever had in their lives, the friendliest people, the most beautiful country and these people that have done like extensive traveling and all i ever hear from them was it was awesome they saw all sorts of weird animals my mom held a koala yeah i just want to go and do all the all the stuff i would love to go to australia my problem is it's a 20 hour flight from where i am and it's on like uh the time is like the reverse time of day practically so it's way too hard with a kid like japan is much more feasible with a young child hmm. for me I would um, yeah, want I to, uh, if I'm planning an Australia trip right now with my limited knowledge, I would want to do three things. I want to go to the beaches. Yeah. And I know it's a big country with a lot of beaches, but the best beaches for surfing. I've been surfing one time in my life and I can kind of pick it up because snowboarding sort of translates, but yeah. I want to go to an Australian beach and surf and just hang out on the beach. Yeah. I want to see all the weird animals. And this is maybe two birds, one stone, because I want to see all the weird animals. And I want to go to Steve Irwin's zoo. Oh, which yeah, I know cool. is like the most American thing possible to say, huh. but there's just something about Steve Irwin and his family and all. I, it's, I just, I want to go see that zoo. I want to see all the weird animals and, uh, and that's what I want to do. There's probably way better things to do, but that's my immediate reaction. Chris, uh, is, gave us a convention of States update and apparently Montana is moving along. So that's good. Nice. Uh, but I will, uh, and I'm, I'm reading through the update here. Uh, Chris, so thank you for that. I appreciate the information on that. But in the interest of time, I'll just stick to your question. What extra checks, if any, should there be to the judiciary 
uh, to the judiciary branch, seeing as how it has largely become politicized, can be at any level, fe- uh, state, federal, interstate, etc. Well, the number the number one problem certainly is the the federal uh, judiciary, all the way up to and including the Supreme Court. And I'm very conflicted about this because the Supreme Court has made several decisions recently that I think are correct. Um, or at least without, let's, let me put it this way, outcomes that I like rather than necessarily yeah, being sure. legally correct. And uh, for example, um, well, let's say the Bruin decision. I, I certainly uh, appreciate the recognition and expansion of the second amendment. Um, and I'm glad that New Yorkers are getting their, their carry rights back in theory and Californians and the rest of them. However, I also understand that as we have applied the bill of rights to the States through uh, incorporation after the civil war, that that greatly restricted States rights in the way that we constantly worry about. Now, is that me sticking up for New York to make sure that nobody can carry their gun or California to make sure that nobody can carry their gun? Well, I'm not thrilled about those policies, but I am wary <laughs> about, you know, just nine people in robes saying, no, no, the will of the people in New York or California, that that doesn't matter because we say so. That's a worrisome prospect for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. yeah. And, you, you know, you maybe you, you counter and say, but yeah, but these are constitutional rights as applied through the incorporation doctrine. This is how it should be. The difference between your right to an abortion and and say your right to carry under Bruin is that the Second Amendment is pretty clearly spelled out and the right to an abortion was made up through the penumbras and and all of this. And that's true. It's just that originally, before we even had the 14th Amendment and incorporation, the, the Constitution of the Bill of Rights meant was meant to define the relationship between the people and the states and the federal government. It wasn't necessarily meant for the federal government to exert control over the states. And that's sort of how it's, it's flipped ever since we've, we've, uh, we've gone down this road. Is that the judiciary, the judiciary's fault? Well, it is a doctrine that they created. It's still a, uh, a debate, uh, a legal debate as to whether the incorporation doctrine is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess what solutions do I have? Um, the same solutions I have for the rest of the federal government, like delete, minimize, yeah. Uh, and the Supreme Court is is doing a lot of good things, but it is still fundamentally a centralized power structure that is still that is telling states how they must operate. And and generally speaking, that is a problem, even when I yeah. Uh, yeah. like the things that they're telling states I don't like uh, to stop doing those things I don't like. It's, it's it's philosophically and legally dicey territory. So I guess um, how would I fix it? It's not really the court's fault. Constitutional amendment, legally speaking. Okay. Need less court power, though. I, I certainly. It's not not unique to the court. Need less congressional power. Need less executive power. Need less judicial power in the federal government overall. You have any Agreed. thoughts on that? Uh, no. We should probably try to hurry through these few. Uh, Zazzy McTazbot. Happy Black History Month. Uh, may I remind everybody that peanut butter is a recipe, not an invention. Are we to believe that no one in history crushed nuts or seeds into a paste before Carver? Blonde, feel free. I didn't realize this wasn't a question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Uh... That's true. That's how I feel about Arabs and the coffee thing. It's not against the law, ho. Fuck you. Did they, always in- like... did they invent coffee? Is that the claim? Well, yeah, they're always like, isn't it m- more of a discovery? Good Lord. 
I gotta yeah, the, fix this. No, there, there we go. go. Yeah. Um, it's more of a discovery. Okay, I can't rant for fifteen minutes, although I want to. Thank you. I didn't realize it wasn't a question, Zazzy. Mick, that's interesting. Go ahead. Like it is. It, is peanut butter an invention? No, I'm gonna have to. I'm in the interest of time. I'm gonna have to to punt on that question. But it is the manipulation of a resource into something new. That's kind of what an invention is, right? I don't. Then, then you know, monkeys have invented things too. <laughs> that is not a. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I meant like, no, no, no. I meant like animals could invent something. I meant like something. actual monkeys. That's... No, no, but like uh, uh you know, an- animals fashion things into pastes and things like that. Yeah. We're not like they're inventing a new thing. Well, there was I, that whole debate uh, X amount of years ago. There was a legal case about whether or not a monkey owned the copyright to a selfie. He took a selfie with a camera. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, can, so, can no, monkeys invent so. things? I. Maybe I'm going to have to accept that premise. If you manipulate a resource into a new product, that's an invention. Is it new though? It's the same thing in a well, different. Peanut butter is mo- different than a peanut. It's moderately processed. Right, but it's moderately processed in the t- at least at the time in a novel way. I'm granting the premise that George Washington Carver was the first guy to do that. I don't know if that's true or not. So pandas but, like chew up bamboo and then do stuff with the bamboo paste. Are they inventing bamboo paste? Yeah. Do they like build things, make things? I don't or know. They, they use it, it for things. I'm just Does saying, it matter think, what they use it for? I think peanut butter counts as an invention. It's not the most impressive invention the of all time. The fuck it does. I think it counts. I do think it counts. Wow. I wish yeah. I would have used any other animal but monkeys. I wish I would have gone with that panda thing first. <laughs> the look <laughs> on your face, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> All right, McMonahan. Perfectly fitting. Greetings, fellow whites. With military recruitment numbers down and civilian gun ownership up, does this mean government is losing control? Would the U.S. military be deployed in Ukraine now if quotas are met? Uh, No, I don't think the government's losing control because I think that they view the military as an impediment to control. Hmm. That's why it's being corrupted with all this woke women and trannies bullshit. Yeah, it, it has to be seized. Yeah, uh, because it may be a threat. Uh, if we start sending, uh, de- if we actually start deploying guys to Ukraine, I, I wonder how. I don't know. I, I actually don't know that that would be met with Mac uh, with significant public backlash. I think people would actually mm-hmm. be f- quite all right with that. I think they would. Be Surprisingly, too. or at least there's a thought, right? Yeah. Anyway, freaking nightmare. All right, thanks for the uh, email questions, guys. Uh, again, uh, if you'd like to send one in, contact page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. Look for the call-in show question form, and uh, we will catch up with chat, and we'll call it a stream. Let's see here. Where did we leave off? I completely forgot. Tucker Carlson, I read that one. Dave Rogers, the left is right about defunding the pigs. Did you read this one? No. You can't oink, oink, oink your way to freedom. We on the right need to realize that these donut-eating shitbags are not our friends. America was safer before pig departments became a thing anyway. I kind of understand. My instinct is to hate cops because of my decade of weed smoking and other uh, degeneracy. But we also need a police presence. There will be a police force, whether you like, you know, yeah. whether it's a uh, whether it's a private uh, entities or whether it is your traditional, you know, city state type thing. Um, there will be a police force to the extent that crimes will be committed. It's just a question of who. Uh, I'm not persuaded that we must have the current system that we have, certainly not to the federal extent. I'm just also skeptical of the idea that if the entire thing were privatized, 
that justice would be correctly applied. And that's not yeah. to say that it is perfectly applied presently. I'm just not persuaded that it would be I agree. better if everyone was hiring out their own justice. But with the way things are going, maybe I ought to give it a chance. Bill Biz, to Blonde's point, local law enforcement and CDA was fairly tolerant of local armed citizens patrolling downtown a while back when Antifa threatened local control is the only way. Yeah. They weren't they weren't just kind of tolerant. They were totally absent. The while police. the town Yeah. Oh, they were like, all right, the town's gonna deal with this problem, and it was awesome. Oh, so it wasn't like they were avoiding it. They just thought like this is under control. Who cares? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Andy says blonde is six inches enough. Um, if you're assuming, if I if I assume that you're talking about penis length, I'm not going to answer that. But as long as you have six inches in penis girth and at least one inch in penis length, you're fine. Wait, what? Why are you gay? Did you get that backward? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm just joking. Oh. I was just I was just making sure that everybody knows my preference for a, a tuna can shaped penis. Got it. Okay. Bungle bush. Are you saying a young girl killed herself in order to destroy a fruit pasta? food processing plant she was a young beautiful girl imagine her parents i don't wow. know anything about this story he's talking about one specific example of the food processing stuff it must have been that it, no i have a very simple explanation for that uh chick pilot if i'm yeah, understanding really. correctly chick like, pilot oh, oh, oh. write that one off nothing you can do about that that's true yeah it's a amelia Earhart situation michu says breaching containment there were wmds and iraq stickers would be perfect next to i stand with ukraine stickers huh. i that's a great idea. That's yep. uh, yeah, that 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 one's clever. That one's probably almost too clever for people to pick up on. Um, I will remind everyone that if you're interested in this breaching containment, posting unpopular truths in public idea. Uh, and that's it's, hey to the Fed listener, too. Uh, the group is kind of uh, is organizing now. So if you'd like to get in on uh, this, <laughs> this brainstorming, you can email me and I will connect you with the people doing the brainstorming who are assuredly, at least I'm told, not feds. Not fits. Uh, Eric Burns Marsh. JP knows his role at Daily Wire. Yes, he does. Eric Burns Marsh also. Blonde, don't you know that refraining from non-binary pronouns and cleaning your room will solve all of the world's problems? I know. It does help, Didn't, though. It does. I'm going to clean my room right it, after. It does Thunderstorm. help. Everybody should be based in ethnicity and race, not an ide- ideology. You can change like a Halloween costume. Your race and ethnicity are literally who you are. I'm inclined to agree. Um, but seeing as how we've talked about this extensively, I'm going to leave it there. GR well, on the other side. Of, yeah, I guess, well, I, I guess we have talked about it sufficiently. You're right. I won't take the bait, but I think thank you for the, it's hard not to. Thank I you understand. for the thoughts and for supporting the show, though. Um, I hate to hurry, but I am so hungry. Yeah, yeah. GR says I'm OK with President Lincoln's tyranny over northern Dems. I'm going to have to watch this video and then let's get razor fist on. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it's certainly thought provoking and a lot of information uh, to your to the theme of your prior series. Things I did not learn in school or skipped in school. It's just he's presented as a saint man. He's presented as a, a demigod. And um, yeah, and you may agree or disagree that he was right in his alteration of the course of history. But it's certainly not uh, not without its flaws or at least its points that you would criticize in almost every other context. Anyway. That will do it uh, on the show tonight. Appreciate everybody's participation. And uh, we will catch you back here on Sunday, of course. Talk about whatever happens between now and then. Uh, If you would like more to listen to, if you missed any part of the show, you want to listen back, you can head on over to the uh, audio platforms of the show. That's where the call-in show replay gets posted. 
podcast page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash podcast is where you can find it. Anything else show related, mattchristensenmedia.com. We'll be back on Sunday talking about the rest of this week's news. Until then, have a great week. Bye, guys.